Am I still out of focus? We're in. We're in. We're live. Live? We're live for the third episode of the Robot Variety Show, February 13th, 2020, with your hosts, Master John Goodfellow. (laughs) And I'm Joe, Joe Radish. How are you? And he is... Confused because he has a Tampa Bay Lightning hat on and a Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> Very confused. So how's everybody doing today? Great. You first. How are you doing? Are I'm you doing up? great. I'm doing great. It's 11 o'clock, 11.15 here, 11.22 at night on the east coast of the United States. Uh, on, on, <laughs> on the state's appendage sticking out into the uh, ocean. Um, doing great. Just, you know, it's, it's been hot. It's been a real hot couple of days here, 85 degrees today. It's been kind of miserable. Work's been tough. But uh, other than that, not bad. Not too bad. How about yeah. yourself? Um, really good. Um, you know, you're right. It is hot. I mean, it used to be like we would just kind of write off Thanksgiving and be like, all right, that's no longer cold. Then it was Christmas. We have now warm Christmas. And then we've... We've gotten to the point where we've had to pretty much write off January, and now we're halfway through February, and it's 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So soon February is going to... That's going to be it. Basically, there'll just be no cold. Do you think that's global warming? Yeah. Oh, God. It's horrible. Yeah. James, what say you? Um, I'm actually pulling up a picture of uh, what I believe we should call you from now on. <laughs> It's a uh, bird, bird person from Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's Birdman. It's actually it's bird, bird person. <laughs> can can I just be the bird guy from from <laughs> Rogers, please? Uh, uh, but uh, other than that, things are good. I mean, are you guys ready for Valentine's Day? You know, I am prepared and fully ready for Valentine's Day. I've been crafting a gift for my lovely wife. Which I can't, we can't talk about because God forbid she watches this. I know, I saw it. I, I thought it was for me. I thought you were getting it for me. You um, did think it was for you, and I feel bad that you thought it was for you, but God, right. what do you think about it? Do you, you think it's kind of nice? Are you whittling something? No, I didn't <laughs> whittle anything. <laughs> he's, he's whittling her a little toy book. Uh, <laughs> I carved a heart out of some uh, poplar. Yes, poplar. No, um, I mean... I think it's cool, but it could be like those things I made my parents. I spent all that time on, and they were like, "I don't, I don't know what this is," <laughs> <laughs> or or they knew what it was. They just thought it was stupid. I'm like, "Okay, well, thanks for having me, mom and dad. Yeah. I uh, think she'll love it. I think she'll love it. I did, I did have to go out and buy a card tonight because uh, I, I hate buying cards, but I'm good at it. Though, eight you know? fucking dollars." See, yeah, uh, I spent eight ninety nine on the card. Woof, Jesus, H Christ! I'm I know up, um, items that were whittled for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Anything phallic in nature, like maybe from ancient Viking times. <laughs> there you go. Ultimate this, gift this idea. This is what you need right here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love. I'm a whittler. Hey, everybody, check out my other podcast, uh, Wood in Hand, uh, where we discuss whittling. <laughs> That'd be a great <laughs> fucking... 
<laughs> wood, wood in hand. hand. <laughs> Carving, brazing, whittling. It's, it's all there. Uh, we'll have special guests on, um, craftsmen, connoisseurs of the art. Um, you know, it'll be a fun time. Check it out, won't you? Joey, how about you? What are you getting ready for Valentine's Day? Um, well, because <clears throat> uh, I already gave her some of it. So I got her a purse from Kate Spade. Good old Kate. And, um, you know, because she's not going to see this. So I got a bunch of stuffed animals, <laughs> like some unicorn cats and things like that that she likes. Uh, the big box of chocolate hearts. You got to get that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. She, she's a traditionalist. She wants that. Thank God she hates flowers. And then I got her some like marsh, uh, marshmallows for the hot chocolate and things like that. But you know, I, I remember one year, I think it was our second one. I thought, Oh, I'm going to get her these Fabro Rocher chocolates, uh-huh. you know, the little balls. And right. they just came in like a cylinder. And I got it for thinking, hey, who's the man who got her this upscale chocolate? She absolutely went fucking game shit. I never saw her <laughs> like that. She's like, I like, like the chocolate part. Oh yeah, and she told me. She told me straight to my really? face. Really? Fucking sucks. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll never do that again. So now she gets the Whitman sampler or the <laughs> Russell Stover. Wow. Uh, Does anybody buy a Whitman sampler? Like, do you ever just... Like in the middle of July, just get a hankering and just walk in and buy yourself a Whitman. Book uh, I mean, I guess you could, right? You I know. guess I've never seen it done. I've seen them on the bottom shelf of Walgreens, the candy aisle during uh-huh. the year. I'm going to go through and make little little marks on them and see if they <laughs> if that merchandise moves. Do they have an expiration date? I've never I've never looked at it. I don't know. I don't know. And like, what can you do? Like, I know some people, like when you put chocolate in the freezer, it turns white. Right? It's like a weird color. Does it? I, I'm, well, no, I've never, I've never had that happen. I put my chocolate in the freezer because I like to get it nice and cold and crisp. Yeah. Maybe because of, <laughs> of the body's in there. It's oh, you think the mold from your body? Yeah. yeah, it might yeah. be affecting the chocolate. So maybe that's just me. So, uh, James, how yeah, about yeah. you? Oh, what? Valentine's Day? No. Do you compose Donna a sonnet? Um, I didn't. I didn't get anything. What? We made an agreement. We weren't going to do it. Wow! Look at you two. You guys are so 20th century. I you just want to say that this Google search for Valentine's Day whittling things escalated fucking quickly. Oh. <laughs> like it got dark real quick. <laughs> You didn't know there was a whole whittling underground, did you? No, it got really weird, and I had yeah. to back out. So. Yeah, yeah. There's some stuff that you just don't want to put out there yeah. uh, to the masses because some people aren't ready for that. You have to have um, you have to have alerts on your uh, uh, anything you do nowadays because people have you know flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. And someone but, comes in a bad whittling accident, and God only knows what could happen to them. So, so real quick, so that's it. You guys are you guys doing a dinner or what? Anything? No, no. Nothing? Nothing. No profession of your love. You know what? Is this a trap? Do you think it's a trick? Like, she's like, just telling you, no, it's fine. Like when people tell you it's a birthday party and you don't need to bring a gift, (laughs) and then you get there and everyone brought a gift. No, no. Donna's brutally honest, honest, so she'll she'll just tell me. Wow. Ah. I couldn't. I don't know if I can handle an honest woman. Take a piece of action. Green food. Fifth. Holy shit. Each other. 
I think we all know it is. It's a trap. <laughs> uh, uh, they, definitely a trap. Uh, such a beloved character on, based on so little. <laughs> and then they killed him off very unceremoniously. Dead. Dead. Although uh, he had a, lot, a good run in the expanded universe. You know, a nice, a nice thing that I like to do for the kids for Valentine's Day is get some of those. What are they? Are they the Harbro gummies? But the sugar-free ones. Mm. And don't tell them they're sugar-free. And boy, oh boy, that is a treat right there, kids. Um, they love them. We love them. It's a chuckle. They shit themselves. It's, a, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> because much like dinner? me, no self-control. And they will eat a bag of, of sugar-free gummies. And if you've never eaten a bag of sugar-free gummies, woof. Like pure liquid gold coming out the back end. Would you like me to pull up some reviews on Amazon? Oh, God. The Amazon reviews are the best thing ever. Are you guys doing anything, good fellow? Are you guys doing anything this uh, weekend or what? Uh, I think we're going to Universal. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to Universal on Saturday. No shit. Yeah. Guess who else is going to Universal on Saturday? Are you guys? Yeah, we're staying yeah. over though. We're going uh, Saturday, and we're staying the night at Cabana. Oh, look at you! You love that Cabana. You were, you were skeptical at first about the Cabana, and then you got that little VO five in your hand, and you were like, "That is my place." Let me tell That's you, my though, chance. it was the only one available. <laughs> we well, were it's gonna, a busy holiday weekend too. Yeah, we were going to stay, and then that one popped up um, with the pass holder rate, so Ooh, bonus. Nice. So we're not even going to bother with Islands of Adventure. We're just no. going to do Universal because the Mardi Gras is going on. Yep. So, oh, and let me tell you about that Bloody Mary. Mm. Yeah. To, you get it with the jambalaya. Yeah, I'm going to have to hook up with that. So um, uh, Islands of Adventure, I think, is open until 10 um, Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, Universal is open until 9. So you could always hop over there for a, for a quick... How's your parents, you know? Yeah. Quick under, <laughs> a quick undercarriage check and uh, hop in and out. Um, I think we're going to hop over to the fake beach at Cabana Bay and hit oh, that s'mores pit. That is nice. Did um, Stuff dreams are made of. Yeah, did you know that um, I, until what was, when was the last time we got, like two weeks ago, I think? Uh-huh. Yeah, because I got stuck working that stupid other government relations thing last weekend, but... So the weekend before we stayed at Aventura, uh-huh. and I, and I, um, I had never had a Bloody Mary, forty-seven years of life, and I never had one, and I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a Bloody Mary guy off? now. Yeah, I'm a Bloody Mary guy now. So Glad the that you got your Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the what you call it there? Uh, cowfish, that cowfish sushi hamburger place. Yeah, they have a Bloody Mary in there that comes with a hamburger attached to it. It's the most oh. amazing thing. It's as long as the spider. as long as the bread doesn't touch the liquid. Yeah, oh no, it's it's completely separate. I want to even tell risk the folks it. about your now because then no. people just use it to interrogate. I'm not revealing my kryptonite to the world anymore. But they sure put they it, people it. put it in their they put it in my weakness file and then they use it against me. So so James is doing nothing for Valentine's Day. Nope. Very romantic. It is. Joey having a great night. You guys going out for dinner on Friday? Maybe. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, look Nicole at you. Nicole works, okay. and I've got an appointment with the fat doctor, and then. Um, 
I'm going to take my car. There's a recall on it, my supercar. And <laughs> I'm going to take it to the dealer and have that recall done on is, it. It's a, go ahead. Is, is that the FAT doctor or the PHAT doctor? Uh, FAT doctor. So I oh. go through a cycle. I eat like an absolute uh, <laughs> barbaric, barbaric savage during the holidays. And I just, I mean, like, like uh, nourishing myself as a dare. Right. And, right. and then I just go to the fat doctor. He gives me some pills. <laughs> and I get back down to my reasonable weight, which I carry to the next holiday season. Your fighting weight. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. In my in my closet, I have pants from 38 all the way down to 32, so. <laughs> and I just keep them all because throughout the year, I'll be able to wear all of them. Sir, you vary like the seasons, and we love you for it. We love I'm, you. I'm like Robert De Niro, who slims down or fattens up for roles, except I don't get millions of dollars and I don't have any roles other than roles uh, <laughs> that I occasionally have in my stomach. So I don't, I don't. I, when I think of slimming down and, and beefing up for roles, I automatically don't think of Robert De Niro. I think uh, of Christian Bale. Um, yeah. I'm but, like the machinist, but reverse. Okay. okay. A reverse machinist for no reason. Wowzers. All right, moving on. Uh, so let's move right into our... And I want all that blocked out for HIPAA reasons. Oh, yeah, we will. We'll <laughs> sure. make sure we'll, we'll edit that out of the final version of this. Right. Um my medical fat privacy. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving right into your pickups for the past week. What are we, what were we two weeks ago? Is that where we're at right now? Oh, we're, going to, we're skipping over the hot news, going to the pickups. No, no, hot news is, is going to be right in the middle. We're landing hot news in the middle. The Last time, the hot news got a little bit away from us. It did get away from us, but I want to do, I want to do pickups, see what we picked up for this past week, past two weeks. Okay. All our followers want to know. So when I'm talking about pickups, I'm talking about shit that we enjoy. Toys, comic books, shit. Like poop? Go ahead. Okay, poop. Whatever you're into. Whatever fetish you're into. James, any pickups? Uh, no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Boy, he really... That, he's a real wild wow. card. He really, I got a couple of pops, the new Star Wars ones from the Mandalorian. Oh, so you like you collect Star Wars pops? Uh, I I really don't like the Star Wars pops because of the the bases and the bobblehead. I'm not a fan of it. I know. I had to pick up these two, which was the IG11 and then the Boba Fett riding the worm thing. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Can't remember. That uh, I tell you what, that baby uh, baby Yoda is going to be hot when it comes out here in March. I pre-ordered it. Yeah, a lot of the pre-orders are already sold out. Did you go full size? Or did you go small? No, I just went small. I don't like did the you? big ones. No, no. I have a few of the big ones. I don't have I enough room. Stay puffed. Yeah, the room is a premium. I got Stay puffed. I got the Target Boba Fett. Um, which other big ones I have? Is that new? I have the Stay Owl. Puffed? Uh, no, I've had them for a few months. The big Stay Puffed. It's a club exclusive or something like that. It's pretty cool. Um, I didn't know about I, that one. That's a little surprise. You didn't know about that? Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's But it's not as nice. You have the burnt one, don't you? I have, yeah, the regular one and the burnt one. Yeah, this is just a, it's a club exclusive Stay Puffed. 
I got a question. This is kind of driving yeah. me nuts because Joey brought it up, the fat loss thing. Remember that commercial where the lady was, like, wrapped <laughs> in, like, yellow? You know what I'm talking about? The body wrap? What was that? That wasn't Jenny Craig, was it? I don't know. I wish I... You know what? I think it was it body wrap. Something, man. I would it love was, to be wrapped. It was body wraps. Like, it was the, the mummy body wraps. Yeah, but... I can't find it, dude. She was like wrapped all in yellow. She was like, I lost 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, the the fat rap commercials of oh. the late 2000s. Wow, yellow fat rap. Not what I was looking for. <laughs> Ooh, not. Now you could get them on Amazon. You could pick up some body wraps on Amazon. You know what I'm looking for? Uh, if I could afford to take the time off work, is the uh, medical uh, induced coma diet thing where they <laughs> put you in a medically induced coma. That sounds frightening. No, just like two months, three months, you're in a bed, <laughs> just out of it, and they they just regulate your feeding. And look, you wake up like a bear from hibernation, refreshed, <laughs> thin, feeling good. Do you uh, consume large amounts of yeah. tree moss? That's when the 28 days thing is going to happen. Yep, Imagine that if the movie instead of him like wake, you wake up because you were in a fat coma diet. That doesn't sound cheap though. I mean, to me, I think that'd probably be a little bit expensive. No. Oh God, yeah. But, I mean, I you mean, probably looked into it. That's a Beverly Hills thing. Do you think the Do you think the zombie apocalypse is going to start in Beverly Hills? I don't think so. <laughs> From so I looked this up. <laughs> Hold on. Stand by. Let me pull this up real quick. Oh, God. The fat band or the coma diet? The coma diet. <laughs> so this is no go, bullshit. Boy. This is what it says. Lose weight the natural way while in a coma. How is that fucking natural? <laughs> it's uh, not natural. I, you don't ever just go into coma? No. I think really. my entire... I spent eighth grade in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> they called me the coma kid. Yeah, I can only do short division. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Missed out on geometry. Uh, I did. <laughs> so. They do that for uh, heroin addicts, too. They put them in a coma uh, for so they get through the DTs. Very I mean, expensive. Whatever, I whatever half gets, my body in a coma. <laughs> What's that? It just says, I lost half my body in a coma. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> Her extraordinary weight loss story in Take a Break. Her condition became so severe she was deliberately put into a medically induced coma. That sounds fun. So I know Joey is a big proponent of possession. Joey, Mm. if a demon came to you and said, I will possess you, you'll lose weight, and you just have to give me control of the wheel for a while. And you'd probably be all in, wouldn't you? Yes. Well, okay. So (laughs) let's people don't know what we're talking about. So we've talked about demonic possession and stuff and it really freaks some people out and i thought you know what that probably wouldn't be a bad deal and now here's why there's two reasons number one i don't really i'm like a skeptic when it comes to like the afterlife and everything so if a demon possessed me boy i would make me a believer because that's proof and number two it'd be nice to just sit back and let someone else do the driving for a while do you know what i mean i've been steering this rig for 47 years <laughs> it's actually a weight loss program <laughs> yeah and then you know what yeah i probably wouldn't be eating right the demon weight loss program i wake up with uh abs and a body count do the demons have abs 
Is that oh, an I mean, he just wouldn't treat my body good, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, and probably the, wouldn't eat a lot, right? The scratching of me trying to get out, you know, <laughs> things like that. So, yeah. Would you be tortured the whole time while you were in there, you think? See, that's the thing. That's so, the thing. I mean, if they came show the exorcist? Said, Listen, no torture, no, no, you're just, you're just sitting back and watching. Oh, yeah, I'm in, baby. Give me a couple books. I'm fine. I'm sitting <laughs> in that head. Man, if we could so, just, if we could market this. The Demon Weight Loss Program be yeah. excellent. Hell yeah, man. We're all about this. I don't know how you stop it, though. I think once you let them in, it's probably tough to get them out. Like well, I saw, you, need a, you need a young priest and an old priest. I know yeah. that much. <laughs> the power of Christ can tell you. <laughs> I'm raping my butt with a cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Right off the rails again. Anything else in your pickup this week, James? No, nothing. Yeah, you chewing your food? Yeah. Chewing your food okay? Yeah. Hey. Joey, how about you? What do you got this week? Oh, what do you got man. For- I, went, I picked up quite a bit. Are you going to show and tell? Because remember, if we ever do go just straight audio, you, you can't show stuff. To the I know, so I'll probably just try to describe some of it. I got a bunch of pops. Um, so I found this flea market near my house. And when I say flea market, it's just really like a, a, a warehouse. It's almost like a hangar bay. And it's Sweatshop. just one of those one. It's just one of those ones that's open all the time, right. and they don't store the pops very good. So I was like, I better get them while I can. Um, <laughs> and we bought a butt ton. Um, right, I got the Snap Crackle Pop, the three-pack. I got the uh, Dick in the Box, Saturday Night Live twins there with the their little presents. I got Sugar Bear. Um, I got the Buddy the Elf exclusive one where he has the raccoon, because they have all oh, the yeah. other ones. Yep, yep. Um, Sylvester and Tweety. Um, Nicole wanted the the Dumbo from the new Dumbo movie. She loves okay. that one, so she got that one. The Dreamland Dumbo, it's a Walmart exclusive. And then I got the Voltron, which was a uh, a convention. That's a beauty. That is a beauty. Um, I got the White Grinch, because I have the green one. This was the mm-hmm. Funko Limited Edition White Grinch, and it's actually a good one. Um, and then she wanted the Care Bears Christmas Wishes Bear, which was also a limited edition. Um, and then I picked up a couple of things. This is the show and tell. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of physical medium anymore. And I didn't actually even like this movie too much, but I just wanted it. It was only a dollar. It's uh, Jurassic World on Blu-ray. Oh, And look, wow. he's running. Running with the Raptors, Blue leading the way. So I got that. Um, I don't even think I saw Jurassic World, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, well, I just you know, I, you know, I always fall off when they start changing the titles. I'm a one, two, three type of guy. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know why this thing is bagged and boarded like it's valuable, but it's a basically a Velcro wallet with a banana on it. But it's, <laughs> it's oh can you God. describe to our listeners what you're holding in your hand? So I'm holding up a blue vinyl uh, wallet, it's, and it's Velcro, and it has a banana that's running. And for some reason, it's wrapped in tightly in plastic, <laughs> and then it's on a white comic book board that's also <laughs> sealed. And I'm, for whatever reason, right I out of paid, the Museum of Natural History, <laughs> and I paid four dollars for it. <laughs> wow, it's a hell of a deal. That is a great deal. I just wanted it. It was a. I'm like, you know what, this thing, and just the fact that they sealed it so well, I had to have it. 
that's probably uh, that's probably worth more than four dollars. It, it must be some rare banana thing. <laughs> and then I've got these. Uh, they're the Japanese uh, Star Wars uh, DVDs of the original prequels. Yeah, the original trilogy, and then and then it looks like Phantom Menace. And I just love the box art on it and the. It's all Asian subtitled, and uh, I can't wait to watch some of it and see them speaking with the dub, you know, overdubs. And then I got, I picked up a picture, a episode, a uh, <laughs> an issue of Tiger Beat magazine. What from, year is that? Can you give us an issue number and year that one, we can look up online? April nineteen eighty. Oh, and that was a good one. It says, Barry Manilow, oh. story behind his love songs. Kiss, Blondie, Cheap Trick. Can you choose just one boat inside? I'm boating. <laughs> how, how much that run you? This was, it says $4 on the sticker, but it wasn't $4. Did you Did haggle you them down? down? Did you haggle? No, I, I think they just gave it to me for like two bucks. And it's our, oh. like cutting edge articles on Eric Estrada, John Schneider. Oh. But the ads are priceless. Yeah. Remember that movie Little Darlings with uh, Tatum O'Neill and Christy McNichol? Oh, yeah, the Noxzema. I mean, this stuff is great. And my wife was like, oh, I remember all these magazines. She, I could see her team beat just every... Is it a periodical? Does it come out monthly, weekly? I don't. I didn't follow team beat too much. Well, this is Tiger Beat. Oh, so, sorry, Tiger Beat. Mm. So this is a, you Tiger know, Blood. Doing your weird Teen Beat magazine here. But, oh, that's what John still gets. It's um, Teen Beat. This is adult porn magazine. I still, yeah, I still have a subscription. Why do you still get those? It's a little sense of the house. All I, the I pages to... are stuck together. <laughs> He's beating to teens. Oh, hey, going back to Jurassic World, we're going to play. Oh, God. Play a clip oh, from the movie, the best, the best one. Is it the is the babysitter getting killed? No, it's the Margarita Man. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Hold on. I need some sound here. <laughs> See this. After after what's his name left? Stand by. But then he came back. Oh, here we go. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he came back for Jurassic uh, Kingdom. Okay. And then there's going to be another one. They're okay. They're just... I was out on them all. I, was, I watched, like, the first two. I mean, they weren't as good, I don't think, as the Jurassic Park, but if you just... If you like... If you enjoy Piranha 3D, then you'd like it. And I love Piranha 3D. So. <laughs> Here it comes. Why can't we get volume with that? It should be. I don't hear it. <laughs> oh, maybe. All right, so in this scene, this is when they accidentally <laughs> released all the pterodactyls. And you would think the pterodactyls would just fly away, but they didn't. Here they come. Oh. <laughs> Are they playing a hero with Taylor? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. There were probably real margaritas on set, and he's like, I ain't leaving these. I ain't leaving <laughs> shit behind. That was, uh, they ain't paying me. That's that is my hero. From Empire, running with the uh, running with the ice cream machine. Ugh. What was his name? They gave him a name, and people dress up like him. From where? <sighs> from Empire Strikes Back, the guy that comes running around. Will Rowe Hood with the ice cream maker. Yeah. Will Rowe Hood. Do you know that they've never 
okay, we're getting off the rails, but stand by. <laughs> so if you look up Wilro Hood, like in the IMDb, right. they, they have never identified who the actor was, and they even put out a call. There was a guy that like went on a mission to try to find out who it was. He tried to do a documentary on it, didn't he? Yeah, nobody's ever come forward. You, and you, can, up you can meet guy. There's a picture up of uh, the ice cream maker. There he is. There if he is. I could just find a African American gentleman around that age, that was around that age at that time, and bring him forward, maybe just, Neil deGrasse, and just have him claim he's a uh, Will Rowe Hood. But that is actually an ice cream maker that he's holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've. Uh, what do you think he's doing with it? He's well, they made like, you know, fucking just ice like cream. everybody else, like that had a second of screen time. They made in the expanded universe. They made this whole backstory for him that he was like a spy, and that was a data disc thing, and he escaped with it, and the Imperials were looking for him. It was all crazy, but I love that they're like, <laughs> he's like Imperials are taking over, evacuate. <laughs> this motherfucker comes rounding around the corner with his fucking precious ice cream. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, oh no, I'm going to have sweet treats <laughs> in exile, wherever I make it. They'll be uh, sweet. Boy. He left his wife and kids behind. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, here's something interesting. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we are. Get ready, boys. We're fucking off the rails. I know. I love it. Change the name of this podcast off the rails. <laughs> Here's the guy from uh, Mandalorian with the same ice cream maker. Oh, that's cool. That's an Easter egg. You see that? That's what we call it. We call an Easter egg in the business. Oh, yeah. They used it as uh, to hold the, the whatchamacallit, the steel, Beskar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Mandalorian guy. We just have to dedicate a whole episode to that beautiful, sculpted, crafted, framed, executed, beautiful piece of television. Great. Do we have any, is there any viewers on right now? Do we have any viewers? Uh, looks like we've got maybe two or three. Oh, good. Hopefully they're, we're just knocking their socks off. Knocking it out of the park. So let me go right into my pickups for the past. Oh year. yeah, you got to be dying. Go ahead, baby. So I really, I didn't get too many pops this week. I picked up uh, the Batman uh, Joker's Wild. It's like the white statue that Joker painted. It mm. was a, it was a full size that came out I think two years ago at San Diego Comic Con, and they made a pop out of it. Pretty cool. I like I like the the new eighty year boxes that they've been doing for the Batmans. They're black with like the metallic. Uh, the metallic bat and stuff on it, so they, they're pretty cool. Uh, but my big finds for the week, so I usually hit up uh, I hit up the Goodwill. We have a pretty good sized Goodwill up by us, man, and they always have great VHS. Um, and I find myself picking up and collecting VHS just for the shits and giggles of it. Like at first I did it because it was funny, then I found a VCR, and it's like, man. Here I am. I'm back, back in my childhood. So, uh, so this this past week, with this your past team week, beat, yeah, with team beat and a stack of VHS. I'm not leaving the house this weekend, boys. I picked up Young Frankenstein on VHS. Ooh, nice. Uh, Slapshot, Clockwork Orange. Nice. The Blues Brothers, and the original version of Excalibur, which has the most amazing cover art. James, can you pull up uh, 19, I think it's 81, um, 
1981 VHS cover art for Excalibur movie. It is like a heavy metal rock god came down and painted it. And it is just, it's exquisite. It's everything the 80s was about. It's got fucking wizards on the front. And, it is. and that look at that thing. Horses. And the only thing it's lacking... Oh, and no, I guess it does have a half-naked woman. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there we are. I mean, literally, that is everything that the 80s has to offer right there in... What is that? Nine by four? You know, I remember that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was very dark. Yeah. Like, I, I, know, I don't mean, like, dark in subject matter, but the actual, like, every scene was not, like, brightly lit. Do you think it was, it was under, underexposed? No, I don't know if that. I think that was on, it was on purpose. It just was oh. very dark. Kind of made it a little dreary. But yeah, so I'm uh, I'm waiting to pop that in the old uh, VHS. You know what had great box art was Krull. Yes, Krull's and that good. Movie was, but, and it's a great movie, but it's ridiculous. Um, probably I like to pick up Krull. Probably the one that I'm looking out for the most is my top two. Probably Halloween and Halloween Two on VHS. Oh God! Originals. You know you have a mute button there. Um, pick up both of those on VHS. That'd be cool just to have out the display. I think that'd be a nice, nice display piece. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I picked up this week. This past two weeks, I didn't pick up too much. I'm trying to cut back on the pops. I've got so many. It's ridiculous. That Justice League though is just fucking phenomenal. The Hall of Justice that I picked up. Oh yeah. I guess that was... Is that in the two weeks? The last two weeks? Yeah, maybe. The Hall of Justice pop figures? Oh, it's great, dude. That's awesome. Uh, you know they have to come out with the Legion of Doom. I mean, the Legion of Doom was was uh, was my favorite. When it popped up out of the swamp. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, it was like a giant helmet, right? It was uh, yeah, giant, it kind of looked it like... It was like a Darth Vader helmet. It kind of looked, yeah, like a skull Darth Vader helmet-y, round at the top, had the eyes and the mouth. So, yep. And what was their base called? You had the Hall of Justice. It was, and, it was the, wasn't it the Legion of Doom? No. What was their base called? Well, they are, the, they are the Legion of Doom, but what was their base? Oh, that's right. Uh, let's see. The Hall of Doom? Was it the Hall of Doom? No. No, that's crazy talk. It is Hall of Doom. Hey! Look, look at, at you. That. Hey. Look at you. Can you pull that up for us, James? It looks like a squatted down. Uh, it looks like a squatted down Darth Vader helmet. A lot of influence. It does. It does. Wow, I'm seeing. Uh, if you go and look at Google Images, there's uh, uh, some you know newer takes on it. But yeah. That original one, that one did that did it for me just fine. It, it popped. It popped the. It popped, it literally. <laughs> It looks like uh, it looks like a beat up Darth Vader, just smashed on down. I mean, what else? What else? What else was better than that Castle Grayskull? You know, I mean, as far as layers go. Swamp hidden beneath its murky waters. Ah, there it is. Quarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Oh, a legion goodness. of doom. Where was the swamp? Uh, it was well. It had murky Dagobah. water. 
<laughs> right? Like where it had murky waters. Like, you know, I kinda, as I'm scrolling through these Google images, I'm remembering more and more. Do you remember the Legion of Doom walked? Remember when it fucking walked? It's called the <laughs> Slaughter Swamp, just the, outside the Gotham City. Well, Ooh. obviously, yeah, obviously, Slaughter Swamp, right outside Gotham. And City. it says the facility, yeah. which has a close resemblance to Darth Vader's helmet, could be lowered or raised above the swamp's water surface. But I think it actually could get up and move. It does, yes. It said it yeah. could fly or enter space using rockets. God, what a technology back then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a fictional technology. What I mean, I, you don't have bases that fly anymore, you know? Why couldn't it just be like Campbell Swamp? Why did it have to be Slaughter Swamp? Why? What the hell? It was probably just named after a pioneer or something. Isn't named. that the same swamp that Solomon Grundy came from? Pretty sure it is. He just stumbled into the Legion of Doom. <clears throat> Maybe he was always just a recluse. You know, wasn't he? An, he was an idiot, right? Yeah, he was, but he was just like uh, he was a nice guy, though. Ooh, Gigantica. Like, what was his power other than just walking around? He couldn't die. Clothing? Remember, he couldn't die. He couldn't be killed. And yeah. he was like superhuman strength. He looks like a zombie, though. Yeah, he's, he's just walking around zombie, in torn yeah. clothing. Yeah, he he was a he was a big zombie. James, why don't you give us a little uh, backstory on on old Solomon Grundy? There's a whole poem for him too. There is. Like what a what a fucking short straw he drew. Ugh, that's awful. <laughs> he's originally like one... depicted as a murder victim, brought back to life as a revenant or zombie. Through subsequent yep. versions of the character have occasionally depicted a different origin. It's a little different. Yeah. It's from the fifteenth century nursery rhyme. Does that's it say fifteenth awesome. or nineteenth century? I can't. Nineteenth century. Nineteenth century, yeah. Well, wow, that's a real buzzkill. Well, he, I mean, yeah, he was disposed of in Slaughter Swamp near God. I know somebody who cosplays him, um, and they do a fairly well, a good job of it. Is that, uh, oh, God, no. Old Carl, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Carl. Yeah, he does a he does a really nice Solomon Grundy. I haven't seen it in a while. I've seen pictures, but. Um, well, I say we get Carl on the show as a so. Solomon Grundy expert, <laughs> and then I just drill him. Just all about just ask him the rhyme. Yeah, I actually like line. him a lot. Uh, yeah, you know what? He, I, I actually enjoy conversations with him. He's a very nice man. Yeah. And if he's listening to this ever, we love you, Carl. Carl, we love Bring you. Bring up some Solomon Grundy cosplay. Bring up that nursery rhyme for it's us, really, James. Nothing, nothing really impressive. And read it in a real, really weird voice. I think you probably play it off of YouTube after a year for it. No, I, mean, I want to read it. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> it's usually just a big lumbering guy in a black suit with some white makeup on. Of course, we have a female version, Solomon. This let, is the one okay, from so let me ask the, you. That's oh. the Danny DeVito version. I'm looking at the pictures. Is Uncle Fester a Solomon Grundy without hair? Uh, no, because Solomon Grundy was always a huge, massive individual. Fester is just a small, unassuming guy. Okay. Right? Are they like are they like a race like Solomon Grundy's or no? Just... No, no. He's just a oh. murder guy. Here, okay. listen, listen to the to the thing. Are you gonna read it? It's, it's actually fairly fucking disturbing. Was 
Yeah, he's it's very low. Yeah, uh, for some reason, whenever Skype is up, it like mutes lowers my shit. volume. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. That was pretty terrible. Let's see here. <laughs> it is a very disturbing. Uh, they could have done. They could have done a whole lot with that, though. I think. You know, if they ever wanted to come out with a real ball buster here we horror go. movie for DC, they really could crank a Solomon Grundy out. Was this made for the comics? Uh, no, it was from an. It's an actual. Uh, it's an actual nursery rhyme from the 19th century. So you could make a horror movie, Solomon Grundy, and have nothing to do with the DC universe. Yes. Well, what the hell? Why hasn't anybody done it yet? I don't know. They should. Okay, we're gonna get into the writers' room, and we're gonna get on that one. <laughs> if it's anything like your Obi Wan TV show pitch. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I don't you know even what? Have to... um, <clears throat> yeah, and my Friday the 13th. Stand by. I'm sending that. I'm sending that to, Blum, to Blumhouse. Stand uh, by. Well, you know, it's. I think you're going to run into a whole bunch of problems with the with the lawsuits and everything. No. Wait till that settles down. But I don't care. I don't care if they ever make it. Just pay me. The money. <laughs> just pay me the money for the the rights, and then you just do whatever you want with it. When they swoop in and buy the robot variety show for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Sure. It's actually a 2009 and a 2012 Solomon Grundy movie, but it has nothing to do with DC. Well, obviously they weren't very good because I never heard of them. Yeah, I never heard of them either. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Oh, you know what? Just uh, real quick, um, even before, oh, maybe I'll save it for hot news. Uh, okay. But I, I don't know much about it. But it, 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 I saw it the other day at Target. And I was like, God damn, that looks pretty good. But I'll wait for hot news. Okay. So we're going to, you want, fuck it. You know what? Boys, do you know what time it is? Uh-oh. Do you know what time it is? This is it. This is where it goes. It is hot news time here at the Robot Variety Show. <laughs> Take it away, John. Live from the Robot Variety Show studio. So hot news. We're moving right into hot news. Hot news is from the past couple of weeks, the hottest stuff right off the interwebs. What's hot in culture, poppy culture, I guess, stuff. Okay. Who's going first here with hot news? Um, Fuck it, I'll go first. Yeah, you, you lead us off into a story okay, there. So, earlier this evening, at about 7... 15, the first videos broke of Robert Pattinson as the best. First images of him in the suit. The Batman okay. suit. And how's it look? It looks pretty decent. Um, they, I'm sure by the time this gets out there, everyone's going to have seen the video already. It's only about a, I think it's about a 30 second video. Okay. Shows him from the chest to just to the top of the head in a very uh, a very skewed red light. So you don't get a sense of 
if it's, you know, a gray suit, a black suit, um, but it shows him in a red light, uh, there's already some buzz that that the bat, which is a little bit different than we've seen before. James, you could probably pull it up um, and post it up there on the thing. What is it um, I'm looking up? Uh, you're looking up the Robert Pattinson, um, uh, whatchamacallit, bat suit. I think Joey's taking a leave for a second. You gonna take a leave? Uh, no, I'll, I'll be right back. Just give me one second. I'll, uh... <laughs> oh man, he looks weird. So they uh, show him a strange red light, very daredevil. Uh, Reminiscent of the Daredevil. Can we get a shot of the of the chest plate? Is there a chest James? plate? Yeah. I, they, it, if you watch the video, it. it I did I send you? I, I thought I thought I had sent pictures before. He's a weird Batman. I, I'm not. Well, the only thing that worries me. Daredevil. The only thing that worries me is um, they don't show the ears. You know. Yeah. And the ears kind of make the costume. So I'm, um, I'm curious to see what the ears look like. If you pull up the video, it's kind of reminiscent of the Arkham uh, series, the Arkham video game series. What if uh, it was like uh, Corgi ears? Oh God, that would be horribly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like, so just rounded was, and like, facing forward. Ears, <laughs> like if it was like uh, floppy ears. Like bat fight, that would be amazing. Where did they come up with Robert Pattinson for Batman? That's so strange, dude. You know what? I mean, listen, a lot of people, myself included, uh, we didn't... A lot of people said Ben Affleck was going to be a shitty Batman. And I think he actually didn't do a bad job uh, at it, you know? Um... Uh, you gotta give him. You gotta give him some, some leeway. At least there's the let chest it happen. piece. By the way. Yeah. So pull up that chest piece. So some of the buzz. So they're probably gonna show it right here. Hang on a second. I think it's the beginning of the. Okay. So here he comes. He's coming into focus. So a lot of people have been saying that that chest piece is the gun that killed his parents. Which I don't. Uh, that doesn't look very. Gunness, but whatever. Mm. But it's definitely different than anything we've seen before. But do you see how it has like that Arkham Knight, that Arkham uh, look to it, you know? Um, but again, n- not going up to the ears. I, I don't know if it worries me or what, but I mean, you got to give it a chance, right? Well, I hope it's Corey ears. I mean, how amazing would it be if it was, like... Like, what if it just cut to this? (laughs) (laughs) What's it cutting to? (laughs) Just this guy right here. Can you see it? (laughs) (laughs) And that's why they haven't put the ears up yet? Yeah. Got that. Okay. Robert Pattinson <laughs> as Corgi Batman. 
Just some big old corgi ears hanging out up top there. That would be pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. I'd still watch it, you know. I'd still get in there and and take one for the team. But like I said, I mean, when they when they came out with uh, Ben Affleck as Batman, I was the first to say, is that a tattoo? Go up. Where? Roll up. My, Roll up. Uh... You're oh. way behind on my thing. Oh, sorry. I can't. Yeah, I can't see your screen. Anyway, um, I uh, oh, I mean, I'm with you in spirit. <laughs> I bet you are, Joe. I bet you are. He'll be back soon, everybody. He had to take care of some uh, personal finance business. Um, right there. Scroll down. Is that? Is that? Oh, it's a dog sitting on the floor. It looks like a forum. Never mind. Um, yeah, I was the first to. I was the first to say that Ben Affleck was going to be a horrible Batman, but I think he actually did a really good job. Probably one of my, probably one of my favorite depictions of Bruce Wayne, I think in, in all the Batmans. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Ben Affleck did a good job at that. He was a, and he was a good Batman. He was a beefy, dark shaped like a box. Like, well, uh, but if you look at, if you look at the dark Knight returns, that's what Batman looked like. Well, that's, I mean, he looked like a comic book character. Yeah. I think he did. Uh, I think he did a fair job at it. I wish we would have had a little bit more of that, you know. Uh, uh, well, it's good that you're regular now, Joey. That's what we like <laughs> to see here on the Robot Variety Show. <laughs> Guys, it's all about keeping fiber in your diet. The more fiber you get in your diet, the better off you will feel. Can we get a can we get a commercial spot for uh, fiber? <laughs> hey everybody, it's Colin Blow. We'll cut <laughs> you out and keep you regular. And to our sponsors at Metamucil, <laughs> Apple Crisp, guys, I'd like to thins. thank our not only our Patreon listeners, <laughs> uh, but Ass Blow, <laughs> uh, colon cleanse with a numbing cream. Uh, you drink it and you rub it on your ass because you are going to be shitting. I always tell Joey he needs to take that colon health seriously, you know? You never know when it's going to hit you. And when it does, God, watch out. So what else do we have in hot news today? So it would it would jump over to Joey, but since he's not here, I'm going to I'm going to continue with uh with my hot news. Uh if he could hear me, <laughs> <laughs> Here, <If> you... <laughs> I, I got some uh, colon products on uh, <laughs> on Google here. I'd hate to I'd hate Joey to miss out on all this fucking gold right here. <laughs> oh man, we have the colon cleaner. Um, is that barbecue <laughs> sauce? Is that barbecue sauce? Poop like a champion ultra fiber <laughs> cereal, dude. That is great. Uh, uh, Professor Payne, <laughs> Indiasis, anal angst, X hot sauce. <laughs> uh, there's nothing better than talking about poop. There isn't. There's uh, furious <laughs> formulations, essential poop, all quick, all natural, quick relief. Six cap- capsules, dietary supplement. That's awesome. You will shit your brains out. The best thing is we could get off track so easily 
We don't even need a third person here. We're just talking about shit for half. <laughs> Look at this book. Look at this book. I want this, dude. <laughs> Clay modeling with poo. <laughs> oh, holy Jesus. There it is, folks. Clay modeling with poo. I mean, that's what... That's what we've <laughs> that's what we've dissolved ourselves to. <laughs> oh man. The good old Denny's colon cleanse. But yeah, seriously, for all our listeners, colon health is uh very important. It is important. Um you know, keep up on your regular checks, keep your fibers fibery. Lots of greens. Um Keep the walls of your intestines happy. Is Joey okay? He's been gone for an extended period of time. I ate a pile of loaded nachos for lunch at BJ's. Well, oh, that's a that's that's. There's your problem. Bad straight, choice. Straight off. Now is that BJ's wholesale outlet? <laughs> uh, do they serve food at BJ's wholesale outlet? Can you walk in there and say, "Good sir, serve me up a pile of nachos." Well, I just saw a bathroom light shut off, and here he comes. Oh, my God. What, what in the shit? Can we cut his feed? Can we please cut his feed? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Folks, what we can only describe as the worst thing we've ever seen in our lives is our own... Joe Addish coming uh, in, wrapped in a towel. Uh, okay. The studio wrapped in a towel. Oh, but that bumps wow. us up to six viewers right now. So Let maybe show, show a little bit more ass. Uh, <laughs> I I apologize. So, um, you know, you know, BJ's Brew House. Well, yeah, I thought it was BJ Wholesale. Sorry, but go ahead. No, they got these new tri-tip. Uh, loaded nachos and right. where we go for lunch um, you know there's supposed to be like a table appetizer but I just get that as the entree and today I went at that thing like an like an angry badger protecting its nest <laughs> I ate that almost the entire thing because tomorrow you know time's up for me I'm going to the fat doctor tomorrow right. so I was just having one last you know hurrah I just figured, you know what? I'm going to take my mouth to Disney World, and and I did. And now my butt is, uh, yeah, it's, it's the ride home. So it's. Uh, I apologize to everybody. I don't, normally don't go at all during the week, and uh, never actually. Did you did you burn your pants in a in a burn barrel? <laughs> because you came out with no pants and just a you towel. Left, you left out of here like a. <laughs> like I don't know what. Like you had a like you had a foot full of red ants. You were taking the fuck off. Yeah, I just um, you know I put in the work and <laughs> I got a little overheated and I was watching from in there. So I saw the Batman coverage. And, so what uh, do you think about that chess piece? What do you think about the outfit in general? It, it or kind of reminds me a little bit of Robin's outfit from Batman and Robin. Okay. Okay. Is that wrong? Um, okay. Hey, can I, I, I can I just well, cut to, uh, I'm going to cut to a scene real quick. 
Oh, okay. Real, real fast. <laughs> this is actually live footage of Joey burning his uh, pajama bottoms in a burn barrel. I, mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't shit them. I just figured, yeah. <laughs> you know, my brother has a saying. If it takes more than four wipes, just take a shower. <laughs> That's a nice coat. That's a nice pair of pajama bottoms. <laughs> Too bad they're going in the burn barrel. <laughs> uh, oh shit! God. Is that is that Oliver Reed? Oh god! <laughs> I think that might be Oliver Reed. <laughs> he put. I'm obsessed with Oliver Reed. We'll get into that later. Um, so you're caught up on the Batman. Yeah, Batman hype uh, and, and right. the colon product. Yes, let's let's hit you up with your some of your hot news for the. For okay, now as we know, um, the Academy Awards uh, just were upon us. Yes, very brave. And the Oscars. So uh, Joaquin Phoenix won uh, Best Actor for Joker, and then he gave a very strange speech. But what did you think of uh, what did you think of that? Were you satisfied with that result? I did not watch the Oscars. Did you? Well, I understand, but you know who won. Did you? Yeah, so I watched Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, he did a good job. I mean, but is he mentally ill? Most likely. So w- what is the acting, you know? Was it the was it the second coming, that Joker? Was it for you? I mean, it was... Uh, I think James Franco played the best Joker. I'm <laughs> sure. What? <laughs> Heath Ledger. Uh, in my eyes, so listen. You know, you got you. You've had some pretty, uh, pretty good jokers, right? Yeah. Um, but they're all trying to outdo either Burgess or Jack, right? I mean, let's be honest. If if you if you take it back to the the beginning, right? You had mm-hmm. you had all Burgess in '66, yeah, and Jack. Uh, in 89. And I, I really think everyone quintessentially, um, I think, I think the closest that, that, that he, I think Heath Ledger got the closest to it, you know, like making that character his own and really owning it. Yeah. Um, but mm. a lot of people like cartoon one the best. Do you? Old Mark Hamill. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I like that one a lot, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You know what's cool about the Joker, just like it is like Batman, and also um, with the um, like even Spider-Man. There's so many different versions of them. Do you know what I mean? You can you can and, um, you're not just married to one different performance. Like I thought Joker was pretty good. Um, I thought I was actually kind of subdued for the most part and. Um, but yeah, my favorite is still probably Heath Ledger. Although, would you like to tell us about the first time you saw the Jack Nicholson Joker? Like you did, you like the story you told us? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was you were, you were, yeah, that fully, it was summer of when you were fully too messant telling us about the first time you saw the Batman. I was sitting in a two theater theater in Long Beach, New York. Yeah. And the screen came alive. <laughs> That Batman <laughs> last week was quite a. Quite, uh, the people I talked to, they were like, "Wow." <laughs> it, for those that missed it, John 
told us about the first time he saw that 89 Batman on a magazine cover and the anticipation he felt. And then he went into great detail about the suit itself. He's like, <laughs> I'll never forget it. And I asked him, I go, so what was your wife wearing the first time you met her? He had nothing. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Rihanna. So, <laughs> it is. We're 21 minutes into Valentine's Day. That's it. Oh, great. Uh, well, I don't have to work tomorrow, so. I do, but I'm just building stuff tomorrow. We're not. I'm not actually working. Working. Great. Yeah. With your your habitat for humanity stuff. Yeah, you know, you know how I like to keep up with that. Um, we're building just a little three three bedroom place. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, people deserve housing, and that's what this is all about. So keeping it, keep it real for everybody. So the Oscars, this was the lowest rated one. They seem to always be getting lower and lower. And I, I'm a, I don't know if it's politics. I don't know. I, I mean, so, I think the getting rid of the host format. I remember when Billy Crystal used to do it. And it was yeah. fun. Uh-huh. And, yep. and, and they had used, numbers. They would come out and sing and yeah. all that shit. And then they would like Cedric really get into those the technical best, awards. <laughs> well, who was? The host, Cedric Gervais or whatever. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's actually a, a DJ. But anyway, yeah, I thought it was Wait, fucking hilarious. But wasn't? But what? No, but that wasn't the Academy Awards, wasn't that? No, the, it wasn't. It was the screen Golden Actors. Globes. Yeah, Golden Globes. Oh, oh okay. God. I get them all confused. Yeah. So no, Billy Crystal used to do the Academy Awards, and then they'd get into like, hey, this is what a grip does. Remember when they would like kind of go into the description yeah. of some of the yeah. technical awards? This is what a gafer does. This is what, you know, the, the key grip does and all that or gaffer. Sorry. Gaffer. gaffer. Yeah. It's not a gaffer. I was going to correct you, but I didn't want to overstep That's my boundaries. Hey, I'm the, Jim Sally's in the stream, by the way. Oh, I oh, see yeah. Jim. So I personally think I, I am not a fan of, of award shows for these uh, movies, TV. I'm just, I don't, I don't buy into it. I think it's bullshit. Um, They're a bunch of self, it's a self-serving thing for them. They pat themselves on the back. They get up there and talk their squawk. But, you know, and that's just a recent thing, though. Like, they didn't used to do that, you know? No, they get up and tell jokes and roast each other. Yeah, that that used to be the way to do it, you know? But now it's, oh, I gotta, I gotta stand up uh, in a room in the front of a room of my peers and tell you how you should live your life. Go fuck yourself. I think the most controversial or the one that is getting a lot of blowback and, and rightfully so is uh, Natalie Portman wore a dress that had the names of all the female directors for that year. And none of them were nominated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, she said that she was wearing it to draw attention to, you know, the women that are being, unrecognized and frozen out of the Oscars. Well, people did a little checking, I mean, very easily. I mean, James, you can do it. Natalie Portman owns a production company, and I guess she's released, I think, at least eight major releases, and she hasn't hired one female director herself. All men. Yeah, I I mean, really, with anything, you know, it, it starts at home, it starts with you. You know, before you get up on a box and start demanding others do it, you kind of got to do it yourself. Yeah. And, but that's how they are, though. I mean, that's how that... I mean, not all of them. Class, I, I would say a, a large majority of them are that way. You know who right. wasn't there, but who is also... Uh, Gary Sinise is getting the... I think he's going to be giving the 
Presidential Medal of Freedom. Oh, really? And yeah, and I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter who's president; he would definitely be deserving of it for all his work he's done with right. uh, veterans and entertaining the troops and the USO and everything. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he is definitely. He flew all those Gold Star families. Disney World, um, right? Yeah, to Disney World on his tab and his, you know, thing. So even I think. Uh, Fellow actors, whether they're, you know, he's kind of nebulous about his politics, but I can kind of guess which way he rolls. Right. And, yeah, yeah. But but he's pretty much untouchable, you know, just because he's out there doing. He's a doer. You yeah. know, he's not a talker. These he's people doing. talk. Right. A so, lot of talking. A lot of right. talking and, going on. And people like me, I'm a veteran, and I respect doers. I mean, you know, yeah, and, and he's a doer, and you know, you're welcome for my service. But um, <laughs> thank you for your service. Hey. You know, that's why we have the freedoms we have to do this podcast is for, you know, we, get, we killed a lot of people for that. So um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, what other hot news? Oh, Birds of Prey. Okay. Mm. Did you see it? Not yet. Are you um, going to? Yes, I think I am. Really? So it flopped. And Uh-oh. I think, I mean, I know, I know why. And my wife and I discussed it at dinner this evening. Why okay. it flopped. Do tell. Let's peel back the curtain. Tell us. <clears throat> well, and I, she had been listening to some stuff, and, and it kind of makes sense. Who loves Harley Quinn and the Joker? So you have your adult audience, right? Sluts? I mean, what? But it's kids. Kids, kids. enjoy kids. Harley Quinn. They do. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, sorry. But when you put an R rating on it, you limit your audience right off the top. Yeah, but, I mean, Deadpool had that. I, you know what I think it is, too? I think, yeah. well, they say it's a combination of that. They say that they, it wasn't well-known characters. They say the title was too long, and they've actually changed the title, the rated R. But everybody, the, knows, everybody knows it was Harley Quinn. I know. You know like, you could say Birds of Prey... The what was it? The uncoupling of fucking Harley Quinn's sure. whatever it was, yeah. But it would be like having a Robin movie, just Robin. You don't think that would go over well? No, no. Yeah. I thought that's what they were doing. I don't know, but the, it's well. When he went off on his own, he was Nightwing, and then he and then he, that didn't last too long because he was sucked up with the Teen Titans. I think they're yeah. doing a Titans movie. So um, I think it was that, but then also the they said that because the Chinese market. Um, the no, numbers came in yeah. low because of the coronavirus. Right. So they can they can't really go to the movies, and um, I think also, and this is just my opinion, but and look, the movie might actually really be good, and it, and I've heard it actually kind of is, and that the marketing didn't do the movie any favors. So they marketed the movie basically as kind of like man hating trash. Right. And you know when they always say like, like Captain well, this, Marvel. Sure, and when they're like, well, this movie isn't for you. That makes me not want to see it. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And and it's crazy because, like, so Terminator Dark Fate kind of had that a little bit. Like, they didn't, I don't think they were as aggressive, but there was a lot of eye-rolling and, oh, this is just another man-hitting movie. I actually uh, watched it the other night with Nikki. It was actually pretty good, man. I I don't know. There was a lot of hate for it. I actually enjoyed the new Terminator. It was actually probably one of my favorite Terminators. Well, you and you had mentioned the other night when we were talking about Midsummer. You said, "Well, wasn't that a man bashing film?" I mean, it may have been, but goddamn, it was fucking good. Yeah, I mean, no, it was, I'm, it was, it was a good movie. If you, look, if it's good and man bashing, I'm fine. But I think, 
I think sometimes people just don't want to give it a chance if right. they market it to that way. You know what you do? You market it the other way and then surprise everybody and have it yeah. be bashy. Right. But um, so I don't know. I, I saw some of the other like viral marketing things they did, like with that. Um, I think it was Burger King uh-huh. in, in Times Square. They put the graffiti and the Harley Quinn writing all over the windows and the crowns mm. that people wore. Those are going to be collectible. So they, they very well may. Um, let's see. I have other, uh, I have another yeah. little hot hot news. Bring it in that, that got me excited this week. Well, actually, I found. Well, I have two more, so I'll give you the first one, and then I'll bounce back to you. But uh, Rick Moranis coming back for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, coming out of retirement for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, is great. Well, that's that, a lot. Of, that's a lot to unpack. That right there makes me happy. That there's another Honey I Shrunk the Kids, or just Rick Moranis being able to being able to see Rick again. You know, he was kind of he kind of just left us with nothing. He looks exactly the same. He does look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I I miss Rick, and I think he gave us a lot when he was with us. And and I mean, for I, you know, I mean, he left for a reason. You know, he didn't leave because he was blackballed in Hollywood or anything. He left for a per, you know, for a reason. But I'm glad to see that he's back. You was know? his wife sick or something? Or yeah, his died? wife died. Um, and then I think he took to raising his kids, which is fine. I mean, he probably had plenty of money. You know, Ghostbusters, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Strange Brew, Strange Brew, Strange Slapshot. No, not Slapshot. Oh. <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that he's back. That, that oh, brought a that brought a. Uh, what did his wife die of? Uh, I think cancer. I don't. James Actually, it's, it was a plant from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Oh, that's right, <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> uh, you fucking. There were some su- substances on the plant, and it killed her. <laughs> or it was cancer. Yeah, it was cancer. So he raised, what do you have, like a daughter and a son, and he raised them, or two daughters or something like that? Dad, daughter, hashtag. Hashtag it, dad, daughter. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was, I was happy when that popped up that he was uh, that he was back. Very happy for that. Yeah, you're, you're big uh, Team Moranis here, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to see he's back. He's a good guy. That's nice. I mean, doesn't he seem like a good guy? Like he might just want to hang out with him, you know? Just well, just it's hard to say. Him. Now, here's the thing, because like he was like an '80s guy, uh-huh. an '80s comedian, and I think maybe he bled a little bit into the early '90s. But then, this is a this is a new world for for Rick. He might want to he might <laughs> pop his head up and want to go back under. You know who I want to hang out with? Huh? <laughs> Gary Busey. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he was at Spooky one year, so he got kicked the, out. Yeah, Dark. so the year, the first year that we went, he was there the the previous show. We had just we had missed him by one show, and from what what uh, Double Barrel Shotgun said, it was an absolute shit show. He was sitting, he was in the hot tub holding court. <laughs> with the women of Spooky. He said it was fucking... You couldn't look away. It was like a car accident. 
<laughs> but now he is a disabled man, right? Like, uh, he sure. Yeah, like, he got in a bad motorcycle accident. Look at this yeah. picture of him. Like, who wouldn't <laughs> want to hang out with this fucking guy? Fuck yeah, man. God damn it! <laughs> you know what's funny? I just watched, like, literally, like, two, three days ago, I just watched the original Lethal Weapon. By the way, much darker movie, the original one, than I remember. Um, but, yeah, he was Mr. Joshua in it. He was awesome. And, and he was so normal. And in, uh, in uh, Point Break. God. Fucking yeah. Predator. Under, under Siege. Yep. Predator. He, Predator 2. How dare yeah. you. Sorry. But you know what I meant. Yeah, and he's like, lions, tigers, and bears. Yeah. He was, yeah. And he, I mean, he was always hammy. He was, I think my favorite role, though, with him was, um, he was the uncle in Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because oh, he reminded me of my uncle, like, there you go, kid, have a couple sips of beer. Shit on the Indians, shit on the Yankees, shit on the... That's his song. <laughs> wasn't, he, uh, wasn't he in Starship Troopers? Uh, that was his son. <laughs> <laughs> was it his son? That, that was Jake. But Jake was also that, spooky, by the way. That would have made it a phenomenal fucking movie if Gary Busey was the fucking guy. <laughs> Everyone fight. the alien. <laughs> I'd kill you myself if you quit fighting. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is his son. Jake. Jake You're corporal. Until, <laughs> until you're dead or I replace you. He would be fun to hang out with, though. I, I'm, I'm sad that I missed that spooky empire. That would have been, that would have been fantastic. What do you think I got Heather Lankenkamp, uh, the the guy who did the makeup on on that one show on sci-fi. Um that- Oh, and we can never forget uh, what's his name, the child's play guy, Alex. Alex oh, Vincent. And fucking, Alex. Fuck <laughs> that guy. If you're so listening, people, Alex, fuck you. <laughs> so, for people that don't know, when he says spooky, he means the Spooky Empire uh, convention. It's a horror convention. It's held twice a year, and sometimes at, at a convenient date, sometimes not, and it's usually held in Orlando, although. The October one's been in Tampa for the last two years, which yeah. no bueno. Even though Tampa's closer for us, which makes it kind of weird, um, I just don't like the venue personally. No, because you can't bring anything in. It's a shit show. No, but well, I, I, we're gonna have a whole we're gonna have a whole uh, episode just on Spooky Empire. I'm sure. Really? Wow. No, we can get some be, really good guests. You're gonna be stepping on some toes. So well, we'll bring it. We'll bring her in. Okay. We'll not only step on her toe, but we'll bring her in with us. Okay. Because she is spooky, and we all know who we're talking about here. Uh, yeah. So well, what else? A couple people. There's a couple. There people. are. Yeah. And all you right. know what? Though I have made some very nice friends, and I really do enjoy that play. I mean, we go every time because we love it. So we're just being goofy, but we really we love it. It's he a and I, time. we all three of us costume like geeks, and we love it. It's fun. So yeah. is it in Tampa this year? Well, uh, October. Yeah, so Mayhem is Orlando. Is in, in Orlando. At the Wyndham, yeah. yeah at the yeah. Wyndham. And that's then, the uh, is that the original October. one, though? The original one? That's the original. Yeah, 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 the original one yep, okay. that they redid. That'll be fun. That's where you got wasted and had my that slimy um, fog wig on, and you were running around with that. <laughs> oh, on. yeah, that's great. That was awesome. And that girl passed out going back to your room. 
and fucking fainted and busted her nose. Oh, oh that's right, that's right. And then and Nicole and you and rendered her first aid. Didn't you get an award for that? I, you know, okay. lifesaver right. award. Perhaps I've won a few in my day, but yeah, he. Um, and the fact that people were still just partying over her, I just kept stepping <laughs> over her as she was laying there gasping. That was terrible. And then uh, next I thing I know that the remember the hotel manager is like, are, "Are you going to ride in the ambulance with her?" And I'm like, "I look at you and Rhiannon, and you guys take like a step back away from me." And I'm like, "I guess so. <laughs> I guess I got to." Uh, strange lady to the hospital. Well, thank God they found her mother because I was going to end up going to the hospital. Uh, that would have been, her, which I would have done. She's a sweet lady. She's I would have been one. like, "Good luck. Good luck to you. <laughs> nice knowing you. Do you have any cash on you?" <laughs> Leave it here so they don't take it from me at the hospital. Uh, uh, See you next year. Uh, but yeah, now she's a she seemed like a sweet lady and uh, yeah, just you know, John. When I see something like that, my training just kicks in. It, it kicks right. Just, it kicks just, in the high gear. You're like a, a a werewolf in the full moon. That's right. So, uh, do you want me to kick it back to you for your hot news? Because I have one more. Oh, you go, baby. Tell us more. That, that just a few hours ago got posted, and I was I was kind of I don't know where I'm at with it. I kind of feel that it, it may be it's different, so uh, it may be interesting. Uh, Fox announced that it picked up a show, and it's a Goonie reenactment series. Huh? So remember the a reenactment? The, yeah. So you remember uh, uh, Be Kind Rewind with Jack Black? Yeah. Where they own the video store and yeah. they erase all the tapes, and then they what do they call it? Sweeting, is that what it's called when you make a movie with like, you know, shit lying around the house? Well, supposedly the it's about this girl who who moves back to her hometown, and she meets up with some people that want to remake Goonies, and they do it in a Swede uh, uh, format. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I don't know what the longevity of something like that would be. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't see it going more <laughs> two seasons. Um, but I mean, I, I'll watch it. You know, anything with the Goonies, I'm in. You know, uh, maybe you're just not describing it like kind of way. So here, I, I'll I'll, read, I'm I'll attracted read, to it. Is Sloth going to be in it? Well, obviously, someone's going to play Sloth. Yeah, let me read you. <laughs> I'll be Actually, the baby. Okay, you ready? Oil painted that myself. <laughs> uh, I just reenacted the baby Ruth. So it says, what if you took the premise of... <laughs> what if you took the premise of Be Kind Rewind and and turned it into a series and made that solely about the Goonies. That's what, that's what you might have something close to a very intriguing pilot in the works at Fox. Deadline reported that as of yet untitled pilot written by Sarah Watson is about a woman named Stella Cooper who scurries back home to her hometown after, fall, or after failing to make it New York City. After finding a gig substitute teaching, she meets three unique students with a unique dream to remake The Goonies, the 1985 family adventure cult classic starring Sean Austin and an incredible ensemble cast of youngsters with only their own 
limited resources. She joins them on the project, and everyone finds a jolt of inspiration, hope, and joy, realization. Although the power of amateur storytelling perhaps also inspires the story behind the documentary, creators of the story's greatest films ever made. So, I mean, it's, I, I guess, so it's going to take place probably in the high school, you know, and, and they're just trying to remake the Goonies. Fuck it. Uh, that sounds terrible. You're it does. Only, Listen, you're I can okay. tell. This is kind of like your whole timeline. I don't know. I can tell you you're very excited about it. You know what? I'm happy for you. If you're happy, <laughs> that's all I need. Like, literally, what, instead of me watching it, just you're film just gonna, watching it. Like evil. Like, is it evil? Yes. John is taking the banner of that fucking show. That is the not, president have you not of, watched it? That is the president of the fucking evil fan club right there. <laughs> so, um, I'll tell you what. Instead of me watching the Goonie show, just film you watching the Goonie show, and I'll watch that. And I'll, what if I do? What if I do a reenactment? I could do a reenactment every week of oh god of the episode. <laughs> so it'll be a reenactment of reenactment of the show. I love it when you get excited about shit. That is great. Yes, I, I'm in. Do it, man. I can. I, I yeah. That sounds awful, but. I'm <laughs> All right, uh, Joey? All right, well, um, no, not much more, like, hot news. I think maybe we can kind of slide into maybe just some of the things we've watched recently and talk about a few things. Uh, um, Has anybody seen 1917 yet? No. Okay. I I did listen to a a story about it, though. It it seems pretty interesting. It's supposed to be a one-shot movie. Um. Have you guys seen Lock and Key on Netflix yet? I've no, seen it. what's that about? Watched it's it. actually pretty good. Is it it's Joe Hill, right? I'm not sure, but it's, it's I good. I'm pretty sure it's Joe Hill. Who's Joe Stephen, Hill? Stephen King's son. I think he wrote Lock and Key. Is it a horror? I uh, think so. Not Mystery? really, kind of. It's almost like, um, it kind of reminds me of Stranger Things in a way. Oh, when does it take place? Uh, present day. Sounds better than a Goonies reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> does it sound better than Jackal, though? That took place in 1983, okay. but you could fucking <laughs> not. Okay, and this is why he likes the reenactment thing. Okay, so number one, let's just, let me backtrack from it. So number one is he, he is the president of the evil fan club. But this guy here also... Is literally absolutely too messing with a little drop of pre cum every week <laughs> for the for, for the for the Goldbergs. Oh, I love the Goldbergs. And and if you know, at the end of the Goldbergs, it's always showing that damn kid doing the videos, uh, doing the videos, doing reenactments of movie scenes. So you are a fan of those reenactments. I do. I love a good Swede. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a term. Yeah. I didn't even know that's a thing. It is. Wow. Good for you, man. Um, so <laughs> no, I'm, I plan on watching Lock and Key uh, because I was finishing. Uh, my wife and I are watching You. Have you seen You yet? Uh, I watched the first episode. Did you see it, James? What is it? You. You. No. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is. It is fucking good. It is like Dexter. But in some ways, it's kind of better. 
Hmm. It's actually good. Give it if you only saw the first episode, give it some time because you would think, oh, it's a show about a stalker. It's not. I mean, and season two is kind of even better. It's really good. I really enjoy it. How many the guy seasons has do they have up there? Two. No, oh, okay. two, and the third one is is in the hopper. Like it's is that be, a Netflix original? Yep. And the okay. season three will be starting soon. Okay. And um, he has like an internal monologue in his head as like the narrator, kind of like right. Dexter did. Right. And um, but it's good. It's like more technological, and it's more. Um, it's not quite as violent, but it, it has some violent scenes, and in, um, it's one of those movies where you know he's a bad guy, he's doing bad things, but you're still rooting for him. So Does that make sense? The, yeah, he's the anti-hero. Oh Jim yeah. Sally wants to know if there's time for call-ins later. Uh yeah, we'll get let us let us blast through some of this stuff, Jim, and uh, why not? Fuck it, call in. Call in. Did you? Um. All right. So what else? Let's see. What else have I watched? Um. Yeah, I rewatched Lethal Weapon. So let's talk about that. So I'm watching that first Lethal Weapon because they're playing them all. I think on Stars. Uh huh. And I'm watching the. I just watched the first one. And let me tell you. I love the bonding between the two. Like right. that, that whole scene where they're having that conversation uh, in his boat on the driveway. I absolutely love that. I could have watched the movie like that and taken all the killing out of it. But what a fucking violent movie. And very. So dark. And they don't really have any like Christmas stuff. Like as far as like they don't really discuss Christmas too much. But there's lights and trees and Christmas shit in the background throughout the entire movie. It's like a... It's set in Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie. Um, But it just... Every fucking scene has lights in the background or lights in somebody's roof. It's really good. I really enjoy it. And then, yeah, Gary Busey, Mr. Joshua, (laughs) was in it with the mercenaries. It's been a while since I've seen it. I I recommend you rewatch. Okay. I have stars, so I'm going to throw it on there. Yeah, and I can't wait to watch uh, two again. Of course, two you can go on and on about, you know, diplomatic immunity. But <laughs> I still say that two has one of the most shocking scenes for my young eyes. Right. Is you know that hot blonde chick, Patsy Kensett, and I mean that wasn't the character's name, but that's who the actress was. And you know he, she was so cute and sweet, and you know he does the nasty with her in his trailer, and then, um. You know, he wakes up in the water in the straitjacket, and he looks over, and there she is just floating dead next to him, eyes wide open. Dude, that, I was like, <gasps> when I saw that. But, <laughs> um, but that first one, dude, he was, like, wanting to kill himself throughout the whole fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. He, had, he had a lot of deep-seated, you know, it, it touched on a lot of uh, PTSD. Yeah. So you could, I mean, really, you could, you could bang out a, probably a really good sequel or prequel to Lethal Weapon. You know what it was like? It was like, what about Bob, but with... <laughs> With terrible murder and Christmas stuff in the background. Uh, <laughs> if Bob was like a dangerous suicidal killer with a Do you bag. think it's because he was having like flashbacks of Braveheart? Do you think that's why? That was way before Braveheart. <laughs> so the other movie that I, I watched this past two weeks, um, I finally settled down with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. That was an Oscar uh, Go ahead. This is back to the Oscar talk. Go. Listen. The first two hours of that movie was horrendous. What? The last 45 minutes was great. Was probably 
Tarantino's. I don't want to say it was his best, but it was pretty fucking good. What movie is but it? The, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a Tarantino movie to me. There wasn't a lot of. I don't know. It was it was obviously character driven. Um, it, but it just it just didn't settle with me. But literally, the last forty five minutes was fucking phenomenal. Now, now there were some there were some good spots throughout yeah. the first two hours. Um, but it was long, and it was long. Hateful Eight is a great movie. Hateful Eight's awesome. Hateful Did you see Hateful Eight, the series? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Really? Yeah, they chopped it up. It's just yeah. the movie that they chopped up into segments, In but it's long. It looks phenomenal. Now, let me ask you a question about, because um, I did not see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. is... With them, so I remember seeing the trailers and everything, and the Manson scenes that right. they showed looked kind of creepy. Was that a big part of the movie? Um, n- not as big as you think it was, and that's maybe that's where I failed. Like going into the movie, I thought that was going to be a real pivotal um, aspect of the movie, but it really wasn't. It okay. was. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying don't watch it because yeah. you definitely should watch it, but. For me, it, you, I mean, and I, I know you have the same taste of movies almost that I do, except mm-hmm. with the exception of uh, some of those Star Trek movies. But um, it, uh, it, the first two hours just like crawled along, and there was really, I mean, listen, I know Tarantino will put shit in his movies that really doesn't mean anything or whatever, or you know where they just have mindless chatter. But it's just bad. I mean, it's just like, why wow. the fuck am I watching this? But then. So um, what's his name is in it now? There's a scene. There's a scene with uh, Bruce Lee in the movie, which I thought was really good. That had, but that had a lot of good dialogue, you know, back and forth between mm-hmm. Bruce Lee and Brad Pitt's character, and uh, Kurt Russell's in it. Um, but Come that's on. all encompassed in like a ten minute scene. You know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah. So it was. It was. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I'll watch it again. I'll watch. I'll watch it again. The but the last forty five minutes was great. Some That's of his best work. But yeah, other than that, shit on that. I'll probably I'll probably watch it. Yeah, you should. I'm not saying don't, but I'd like to get your take on it. Uh, didn't blow my hair. I don't have a lot of hair to blow back. So. And didn't you? Uh, you also watched uh, Demons, right? Yes, I watched. I don't think I finished it though. I think I fell asleep. Oh, I've been watching wow. a lot of eighties, uh, a lot of eighties, old eighties horror stuff. Was it good? Prime yeah, it was good. It. I thought it was, it was scary. Uh, yeah, it was scary. Um, and practical effects were great in it too, and they were kind of gross. Yeah. And I thought it was good. Just the glowing eyes. That yeah. Glowing eyes at night thing freaks me out. Um, what was well, the other one that I watched with the chick? I just watched it the other day. It's like a, a horrendous 80s one. Deadly Friend? No, I didn't watch Deadly Friend yet. But you watched Deadly Friend. Yeah. That uh I'm going to have to I'm going to have to uh dive into that one. I watched I watched one. It was a TV movie. It was a made for TV movie with Susan Lucci in it. God. <laughs> uh, you know what though? It, I love some of those old TV movies, man. I mean, it really, was a horror, though. I mean, it was a horror. Good. You know. I really love Like, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. That's a classic. And yeah. that was a made-for-TV movie. Bubba didn't do it. Bubba didn't do it. 
There's James, a lot of a James, lot pull of up um, Deadly Friend basketball. <laughs> There's a lot of good 80s horror movies right now on uh, Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, play the video. I encourage you to get in there and, and check some of them out. They're fucking great. Um. Well, yeah, we watched Chopping Mall. Nicole, oh, I, I did watch Chopping Mall. That <laughs> that's like I've watched. I watched that a lot lately, and it's fucking phenomenal, dude. Do you know what though? Okay, <clears throat> Chopping Mall meets my criteria for a remake. That it would be Does it? allowed. Yeah. No. Yep. But a shot for shot remake. No. No. Okay. So James has pulled up the video, and it's the lady from Goonies. Yes. And, and, and yeah, from the train. Alan! So watch this scene. Oh, there's a basketball. What's going to happen? Here we go. Oh. Okay, oh, so the basketball went in her yard, <laughs> and she did like the typical old person thing. She was like, you're not getting this back. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, there's a deadly friend. <laughs> uh, let's replay oh, that. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> oh, absolutely blew her head off. That that's so oh, look, the body's still going. Oh. <laughs> that's Wes Craven? Yeah. So the did you know the whole uh look at Christy Swanson though. What's up, girl? Damn, she was yeah, so she I still is. I, mean, I I know the I know the premise of it, although I've never seen it. I know the premise of it. Dead and Man. it's absolutely ridiculous. And it is. It's horrible. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, Chopping Mall is great because you get those background shots of all the old stores, yep. you know, in the mall. Um, I wish they would have just spent a little time in those stores, like hanging that's, around. Maybe a so, Sam Goody. That's the best part of Chopping Mall, right? So the yeah. robots go nuts, and they're like, hey, we got to get guns. Yeah. They have a gun store right in the fucking mall. Can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone's got a cigarette hanging in their mouth, and they're yeah. fucking, they just run right down to the gun store in the mall. Um, that's fucking awesome. And then um, I watched the first season of Eastbound and Down oh, again. Great show. Oh, I love that fucking show. He is one of the best characters ever. And of Have course, you ever watched the blooper reel? No. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, now I'm going to. And then, I, of course, I watch an episode of Renegade. Uh, I try to watch an episode at least every other day. The, for those that don't know, Renegade was a story, uh, a show starring Lorenzo Lamas set in the 90s, and it's perhaps one of the greatest shows ever made. He wears a duster. Okay, James, if you can, just bring up that, uh, just bring up that intro to the uh, Renegade. Just a quick service announcement for all our fans out there. Uh, yeah. Silver Bullet and Goonies are both on Amazon Prime if you're a member. Free. Nice. He was a nice. and good at his job, but he claimed nice. the ultimate sin. Okay, here we go. Against other cops he was a cop. Bad. Cops tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. I can't hear it, though. Now he prowls the Badlands. And oh, it's coming, my friend. Oh, look at him riding in that motorcycle. <laughs> and this show has so many good scenes. I, I, I sent them to you. I always film them and send them to you. <laughs> my grandmother watched Renegade. Look at that fucking eagle. Yeah, motherfucker, America. Dude, that's what I want to do when I retire, is just either walk the earth with cane or prowl the Badlands. Like, like Reno Rain. Uh... 
That was his name. He was too. framed. Look at that. He's got an M60. And his name was uh, Reno Reigns. Framed for a murder he didn't commit. And he just he just strolled around in that motorcycle. Going Dude, do you see him pouring the gallon of water on his body? Look at him. What the Look fuck? It. So <laughs> random, dude. A lot of slow-mo running. Oh, yeah, there's the water scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're a little bit behind, James. We're not, we're not seeing the video right away. God, he fucking loves his water, though. He's addicted to water. He is. And heavy. That's, how, that's, that's how he keeps that hair lush. Brent, I didn't realize that that was that guy's name. Branscom Richardson? That duster is serious. That is a duster just like that. Branscom Richardson, uh, Nikki Six Killer, right? Yeah. I and they're shy. Duster around. So he this was married. Was, he was married to her in real life. Dusters. Oh, he was married to that woman? Yeah. God bless him. Kathleen Kinman. Beautiful woman. And then they got a divorce and he made her leave the show. R.I.P. Kathleen. Do we have any more hot news? Uh, I'm getting ready to <laughs> drop a hot dump, so I'll be right back. Yeah. We blasted right away from the hot news. I think. I think you know what we stayed on task this time. We didn't get into Nazis or Antarctica or nope. oh, I got one last piece of hot news. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, boy. it's the big one, and this is the one where we're gonna really. All right, so you saw that they're getting a repeating radio signal every 16 days from deep from space, a galaxy 500 million years away, light years. Yeah. So even if you could travel the speed of light, it would still take you. You know, 500 million years. Yeah. So what's that mean? It probably just means that there's a planet. Uh, I read on it that it's an energetic neutron star just broadcasting, or, you know, an, an unintelligible radio signal every 16 days on its on a cycle. But it doesn't mean anything. And, it, and it's probably long gone. It's probably oh yeah. It's, it, it might because if it's hitting us now, it's 500 million years. I posit this. Go. We are absolutely 100% alone in the no. universe. Negative. Period. Period. Negative. Yeah. Now, <laughs> life, we will never, ever, ever, ever have contact with a sentient life form ever. I, I, I say no. I say we've already had contact. Nope. They've enslaved the human race, and we're living in pods. Nope. They're using our bodies to power the machines. <laughs> that yeah. would be a good idea for a movie, I think. Uh, sure. You should do that. <laughs> you should make that. We could call it, it like, uh, I don't know. Or, or, or you could just reenact the Matrix. <laughs> sweet the Matrix. <laughs> just sweet the Matrix. God. Uh, so, yeah, there is no... There, There's no... Okay, so imagine if that was a life form. So you have to be around at the same time. So but, you know, we're we're thinking about stuff in our limited understanding no. of the universe. No. Yes. No, we're not. Yeah. We're thinking. Okay, so we're thinking that if something is 500 million light years away from us, it would take 500 million years to get there. What if they could transcend? Space and time and, no, and warp wormholes. Come on. They can't. 
help us um, So, when you think about it, right? If they sent you on this mission... Uh, well, 500 million, that's... I mean, we're long gone by then, but... Who do you even report back to? And why would you go there? It's 50 years. You know, um, even, if, even if it took you 200 years to fly somewhere, everybody that sent you on this mission is long gone. Dead. Your whole family, friends, anyone you ever knew, dead. So, not only do you have time as it exists on our planet, you have to have t- same time of existence. You have to be in a distance that's observable and reportable. And then on top of it, you have what's called time dilation. Time and that is can just cause- a Oh, no, not really. And it could be... <laughs> and that time dilation is is altered by speed and gravity. Like, you saw the movie Interstellar, right? Yes. So that planet was on the shoulder of a black hole, the one with the tidal waves. Uh-huh. And they thought it was mountain ranges based on the long-distance radar, and it turns out it was tidal waves. Well, do you remember, to be in orbit around that planet, time had like a normal sense to it. But the minute you went down because of the heavy gravity, it was what, 35 years would pass for every hour in orbit. Like, and that's how like, right, right. it can be. So it's, you can't even travel through space without wormholes and just changing time. Well, if you can find one, but and you can so create weird, one. Man. I think that's what they're doing with the CERN, uh, particle accelerator. Okay. That's what you see. You're negative. When it comes to the stuff. CERN. Yeah, where was it? It's in Switzerland. It's the Swiss. The Russians have one, too. The Soviets built one? Well, not that I would know. But but it it currently is... The news is reporting that it's dormant. Um, They lie. That's fake news. Yeah, but um, of course the Russians... Never mind. Anyway, so what did um, yeah? But that's it for the hot news. What do you think it is? I mean, it, it's obviously it's not life. Well, you know, you know my whole take on it, right? I I think I am an optimist, and I think that we've had contact with. Why do you have Sean Austin on? Because he looks like Oliver. The what's his name that you were talking about? Oliver Reed. Yes, Oliver Reed. He looks just like Oliver Reed. Okay. Um, I think we've had contact. I think we're currently in contact. And uh, I think you're going to be sadly uh, eating your words. You're going to be eating crow here one day. No. When they release the documents. No. They might find the remains of our civilization, um, you know, billions of years from now. But no, it'll be long gone. All, the, all our planets will be destroyed. It'll be dust. There's nothing. You're so... Such a pessimist. Half glass, half empty glass, half glass empty. No, God. I mean, Joe, can I mean, we, or James, can we get, uh, can we get, can we get Jim Sally on the line? Yeah. Pull up Jim Sally. So let me tell you a little bit about Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed was born this day, February 13th, or I guess yesterday, 1938. Joey, why don't you tell us who Oliver Reed is for our fans who a, might not know who he is? He's a British actor who was in uh, his la- his last movie was um, Gladiator. Gladiator, and yeah. you remember what he did in that movie? He was the he was a former gladiator who received the Rudis and then became a gladiator owner himself. He was a trainer for gladiators. Yeah. 
So, <clears throat> he, Oliver died. Oliver was a raging alcoholic, and I implore you to just type his name into YouTube and watch some of the interviews that he gave while he was alive. He was a fucking stunning man. <laughs> he <laughs> didn't give a shit about anything. Um, this is a quote from Oliver Reed. Let me read you this quote. And I quote, I have two ambitions in life. One is to drink every pub dry. The other is to sleep with every woman on earth. God bless that man. <laughs> God bless him. So let me, I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll give you a, a brief description of Oliver's death. He died on the set. He died on the set of uh, Gladiator, <clears throat> which they actually had to do, um, they actually had to come up with uh, CGI masks to complete the filming of that movie because he still had scenes in it and they didn't want to recast them. So they had to come up with new techniques um, to, to keep him in the movie, stuff that is probably still used today. And it was pretty, uh, it was pretty spot on. I watched one of the uh, excerpts from the movie with the, when they did the CGI mask, and it was pretty fucking spot on. So here, I'll read you the, uh, the excerpt here. It said, Oliver Reed died from a heart attack during, the, during a break from filming Gladiator in Malta on the afternoon of May 2nd, 1999. According to witnesses, and here comes the good part, according to witnesses, he drank eight pints of German lager, a dozen shots of rum, half a bottle of whiskey, and a few shots of Hennessy cognac in a drinking match against a group of sailors on shore leave from the HMS Cumberland at a local pub called The Pub. His bar bill totaled which I'll just give it to you in American dollars, $594.72 after beating five much younger Royal Navy sailors in an arm wrestling match, Reed suddenly collapsed, dying en route to the hospital in an ambulance. He was 61 years old. Jesus. <laughs> I guess he was a tax exile as well. Yeah, well, he skipped out on his, his bill. Do you think he, he got used to hang out with Keith Moon. He used to hang out with Keith Moon. Of the, yeah, uh, so... Of the who. So listen to some of his alcohol binges. Um, him and his 36 drinking buddies went out one night, drank 60 gallons of beer, 32 Jesus. bottles of scotch, 17 bottles of gin, four crates of wine, and a bottle of baby chom. What the fuck is baby chom? I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of alcohol. 36 people. Okay, you think 36 people. That's a lot of people, but 60 gallons of beer, 32 bottles of scotch, 17 bottles of gin, four crates of wine, and a bottle of baby chum? <laughs> what? That's amazing. There's baby chum. It looks like, like the um, 6% sparkling Perry yay. champagne or something. Yeah. Do you think you got hangovers? Uh, I mean, I think you live in a hangover when you're a serious alcoholic like that. It's fermented pears. It's a champagne. Mm, champagne. It wow. looks like I would throw up from that. His, uh, he got a, a glass of whiskey dumped on his head on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1975 by Shelley Winters. Like, he was talking shit, and she just dumped it on his head, I guess. Hmm. He was a phenomenal person. Wow. Remember Good when we her. drank absinthe that one time? Yeah. <laughs> we need to bring that absinthe bottle back out. That was... Uh-oh. 
I have lost the audio. I repeat, I have lost the audio. Stand by. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, something's fucked up with my audio. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm gonna cut to a be right back scene so I can fix this.
Or you... I can hear you very lightly through the site. Jim, can you hear me? <laughs> Taco farts. But now I can hear me very well. Alright, so you're good then. Yeah, yep. I think I think we're back. I think we're good. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> Just much delayed. Yeah. All right. We are back. Jim Sally, we're going to get you on the air. Get Jim up here. Can you add him? Uh, I think you added him last time, didn't you? Did I? Yeah, because I don't have his. I don't remember. I was yeah, pretty you, fucking intoxicated. You... <laughs> Call. I'm pretty sure that's. Let's try. Is it? Call my wife if you need. Can you hear me? Jim Hello. Sally, can, can this is Clem Fandango. Can you hear me, Jim? Jim, Jim, can you hear me? Jim, get press the fucking button. Okay, Jim Jim Sally, everybody. Kids are sleeping. Daddy's going by. Wait a minute. Somebody woke Jim up. Jim is coming strong. With his... oh, what's up, Jim? How you doing, buddy? Somebody, somebody woke up. I gotta sneak upstairs. Oh God. Oh, this. This sounds like. What are you wearing? Guys, just talk, talk amongst yourselves. That's a topic. Let's talk about corn. Jim corn broke into a house. And is sitting on a bed next to a woman sleeping. <laughs> we don't know. Did he say corn sales or did he say porn sales? I think he said corn. Well, America was a corn-based economy uh, at one time. And on that note, I'll be right back. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I'm making poo-poo. I can't see James on the Skype anymore. Just John. Yeah, I think he, I think he cut his camera for a second. I can only see you a very close up. Me? Yeah. No. There's Jim Sally. We're sounding good. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Oh, boy. Oh, there he is. There's Jim. <laughs> we saw you for a second, Jim. 
Oh, oh boy. Sorry, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on a Skype call. I'll, I'll talk to you later. I love you. I love you. Good night. Sorry. Hey, cat. Go annoy somebody else. Go murder something. Go. Okay. Come on. Come downstairs to the grow room with me. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to This is an adventure. This is intense, man. Oh, oh Freebird wants out too now. The dog wants. The dog wants out too now. Come on, come on, Freebird, come on. Freebird. Freebird is your dog's name. That's awesome. Come on, come on, guys. Do they have Valentine's Day in Canada? I don't know. Do they celebrate? We do have Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, well, it's today. I, I'm growing. I'm growing my wife uh, some nice flowers right now. Oh. <laughs> Let me just get into this room with a cat. Okay, oh, cat, fuck off. <laughs> cat, fuck off. Hey, cat, get, get over here. Uh, hey, guys, welcome to the Jim Sally's house. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I'm so glad you're with us. Is he... <laughs> oh, wait, there he is. Oh, this is Waffles. Cat. Waffles is just fucking around. This is Waffles fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> she went to wake up my wife. I'm Triscuit. Yeah. This fucking... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're just messing around tonight. I always talk in a high pitched voice late at night. <laughs> what do you guys do? What do you guys want to do today? <laughs> wow, that's a good headset, bro. <laughs> you like that, man? It's yeah, a classic cool. PS4 headset, man. It rocks it, man. Yeah. Only the best the 999 can buy at the tractor supply store for this guy. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. That is pretty dope. It's classic. Got this existing bend, so it's ergonomic and stuff. Oh, yeah. Best, yeah. man. What time zone are you in Eastern? over there, Jim? Eastern, like okay. New York time. Yeah, so oh, that's okay. what we're on. 120 there. Yeah, it's like late at night, man. What the fuck are we still doing up here? I'm busy uh-huh. working because the lights turn on at night for some of my shit, so I got to do my work at night. <laughs> So Power is expensive, how's, but it's cheap at night. Going? It's been pretty good, man. Everything's yeah. getting big and blooming and, 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 and prospering. Uh, today, it's uh, we had an extreme cold warning, so it's minus 32 Celsius outside right now. Oh, I had to go out and I had to go plug my wife's car in, and I forgot to bring the extension cord in last time. So my 50 foot extension cord is now 20 feet because oh, it's oh so God. frozen, it doesn't want to stretch. So I have three extension cords kind of oh all hooked up together. Yeah, whatever it works. I, I got shocked not, once. I, couldn't I got live shocked in that once. I couldn't live in but, that. Oh, dude, it's horrendous. But whatever. She'll get to work tomorrow morning. She'll be fine. It's 80 degrees here. Fine. Yeah, it was mm. 80. Jim, here, oh, 85 degrees Fahrenheit here today. 85. We're sweating nonstop. Oh, man. What is that? So, yeah, you guys, you guys, what is what? This? I'm trying to figure out. No, no, I'm trying to figure out 85 degrees Fahrenheit to Celsius. Uh, 27. Oh, there you go. See, so just ask a Canadian. They'll, I guess that's it for you. <laughs> <laughs> they know kilometers. They know all that shit. Sorry, man. 62. 62 miles per hundred kilometers. You gotta know that shit. You gotta know that shit. I buy a lot of old tractors. I buy a lot of old tractors. You gotta know. You gotta know, man. Jeez. An American gallon of gas is not the same as a Canadian gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> they taste totally different, <laughs> especially in that weather. More, yeah. thick, it's a lot thicker. 
Is that so those chores are done. It's a lot thicker, Jim. It's a lot. So what's the word on the uh, what's the word on the streets up there in Canada? How's everybody doing? Uh, everyone's getting ready for the Valentine's Day, man. Are you guys ready for the Valentine's we Day? We are ready. Oh, yeah. We're very ready. Big business here, man. Big yeah, business. big. Did you get business. your significant others their obligatory floral gifts? Yeah. I didn't do floral. I, I made a gift. I made a nice uh, handmade yeah. from the heart. From the heart gift. Whittled. I, I feel like I'm taking you guys on a tour of my like basement here while I walk around my house. Hey, <laughs> you know? The government's getting inside there anyway, so it's no big deal. They, they're they scanning the inside of your house as we speak. So. As long as we don't see the girls all chained up, we're good. Yeah, man. yeah. don't show us the chained up bodies. Oh, that's a fire. Oh, that's where you put the bodies. Every house, you should have your own, you should have your own crematorium in every house. Always. Okay, first, three things for your house, okay, to live a good home. First, buy a good bed. Because you're right. going to spend a lot of time in your bed. Next, put, get get these things called a bidet. You put <laughs> it looks like a thing you you you're supposed to wash your people tell you they wash their feet in it. They don't wash their feet oh, in it. That's all. And the third washing. thing, and the third thing, of course, is the obligatory crematorium for yeah. you know happy accidents and goats Dave, and everything Dave's else. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, what is that? Big chunks. Oh. All night. Do you chop that yourself? Of course. Oh. Cut that sh- no, I don't cut that shit myself. I don't got time for that shit. Dude <laughs> goes out with a big boy tractor and does that proper. Very nice. And then, and then for my wife, I got her some flowers for next. Here's some nice flowers for the wife for her to have. Oh. <laughs> she's going to get a dozen of them. She's going to get a fucking dozen. <laughs> It has to be it has to be a chore to keep this thing warm enough if it's like negative thirty degrees outside. No dude, I I got the fire right there. Oh is that is that what does it? Is marijuana a tropical plant? It is. It is. It It prefers summertime heat. You get better results between like it would be in Celsius. It would be like seventy-five to eighty-five. Would be what you want to hit for with a high humidity in like the sixties. Yeah. Uh, the, the the trick though is to also realize that they breathe CO two. So by having it in the fire room, which is a high CO two room, I hit about nine hundred ppm's. Uh, uh, anytime I have the fire running in here, that's great for the plant. It just sucks that shit up. Damn, you know what I mean? like, damn, you got the like that's a, the that's fire. a little tiny like that that's a little thirteen week plant. Like, that's a three month old plant. That should be should be astronomical. So we we actually have some of that stuff growing wild over here. Guy has to go out in the back roads and plant it, and it'll flourish. It'll go. Yeah, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida. Humidity, heat. It's like the predator. The it predator is attracted <laughs> to pot and more. <laughs> we we uh. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, it's just... yeah. So, so yeah. is there any is there any uniquely Canadian Valentine's tradition? There's of course the uh well there's you know, like you do the back bacon heart for breakfast. Back bacon. You, you know, we call it you, you guys call it Canadian bacon. You call it Canadian bacon. We call yeah. it back bacon. Yeah. Or thick cut hand. I have some pieces. And then 
Yeah, and you take it and you cook it and then you take the cookie cutter in the shape of a heart and you press the ham into the shape of a heart and you put oh. that on your wife's breakfast. Damn, she I loves it, right? She yeah. loves And then for lunch, yeah, man, and then for lunch, she always, like, I make her her lunch sometimes because I'm a nice guy. So I made her lunch and I, I took her sandwich and made her a beautiful ham roast beef sandwich with a, with a horseradish shit. And I took oh. the, the big cookie cutter and I pressed the, I pressed the sandwich into a shape of a heart. And I, I put that in her lunch, a little heart-shaped sandwich. You know, I love that shit. Uh, you know? And then I'm, for supper, I'm going to give her the, the weed. I'm going to give her a dozen roses of weed, and, and I bought a steak, a nice big beef steak, and I'm going to grill it, and then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get that cookie cutter, I'm going to press the steak into the shape of a heart-shaped <laughs> steak, some weed. She's going to eat that steak and get the weed, she's going to be like, I have the munchies, can you make me something to eat? I'll be like, of course, honey, I'll make her a big cookie. I'm going to take that heart-shaped thing, I'm going to cut a heart cookie and put a hole in it. If any of you going to put in that hole, to put a, <laughs> a little cinnamon candy or something, something nice for her. That's not what I was thinking. Give it to her. Give it to her. Oh, wow. Let's get her for something in the hole. Then plus, you know. Hey, that's, that's typical. That's probably a typical yeah, Canadian yeah. Valentine's Day. Like, huh. Wow. So it was very traditional. I bought, I bought my wife a Kate Spade purse. Traditional. <laughs> a couple of stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she should just be happy that you keep it warm mm. at this point. How long have you been married? Dude, or are you married? No kidding. We're married. We've been married. Shit. We've been together for 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. yeah, 2001, we got together. Just before, I remember, it was just before the, the what's it called? The, the, it's 9-11. The, the towers. Yeah. Yeah. We got married. Uh, yeah, we got together just before that. We got married right before the, right before 9-11. We got married in January of 2001. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a buzzkill. Me and my girl were, were college sweethearts, man. It was, it was like magical moment and shit coming together. Wow. I told you guys the story last time we were talking, didn't I? Yeah, I we believe Both the so. lockers in the hardwood. I don't remember. Was there a hardwood story? Because no, I do love a good hardwood story. I'm not hey, going to lie. She wanted some hardwood in her box? She wanted some hardwood in her box and... I showed her 12 inches, and she said, woo Didn't tell you this story? I don't know. <laughs> but now I'm intrigued. Long story short, long story short, we were in this accounting program, and they take all the smart kids in the second year, and they put them in a special, like, co-op program where you get to uh-huh. go work instead of go to school and shit. So they put our – we both got into the program, and she was Marshall, I was Mark, so they put our lockers together. And she, I opened up my locker, and she saw these Home Depot shelves I made in my locker, and she was all like, oh, my God, where'd you get these shelves? Uh-huh. I said, I made them. Home Depot. She said, "God damn it, they're hot. I love dudes that make shit. I made her, I made her some shelves, man. Twelve-inch hardwood shelves, and I put them in her box, man. Fuck. A year later, we were married. Done. Done. And that is Done. how you steal a deal, Jim. Done. Jim That's all you do, man. What do girl? What do you, you make a girl some shelves and shit? She's That's all it. like shit. You got her gonna, life. Fuck, man. Shit, Fuck. You know what else she likes? I, I changed the tires. <laughs> <laughs> it was wintertime and I went outside and then there was new tires on my car and he was smoking a joint. It was 7 in the morning. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so Jim, have you seen yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. 
Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Did you see Have any you Oscar seen... movies this year? No, I didn't see any of the Oscar movies this year because, quite frankly, for the last, like, I don't know, I want to say 10 years, it's been kind of like none of the Oscar movies I want to see. Like, I don't know where they're, I don't even know where they're finding these movies sometimes. Yeah. Do you remember there was one movie I saw? There was one movie I saw. I think it won the Oscars. It didn't even have color. And I was like, that's bullshit. And then someone <laughs> told me it doesn't even have words. And I'm like, well, now it's, what the fuck is it then? Oh, <laughs> was that Schindler's List? No, it was newer. Oh. It was newer. It had no words. The fucking thing had no words. Well, the the one that won Best Picture this year was in Korean. The entire movie had subtitles. Yeah. Not even like... Isn't yeah. that supposed to be America? Well, no, it's international. I think it's yeah. international. Yeah, yeah but nowadays. really. Come on. Really. Okay, we're, we're, we're international <laughs> relations. Listen, listen, Korea. Listen, Korea. Since 1954, we know who's running the show. <laughs> okay, Korea. Okay, just keep making TVs and smiling. Okay, Korea. Just fuck off with the movies. Car. Okay. You know they got that that Kia. Very nice. Very. Like they they don't got they don't got no fucking Silverado. No. God, no. You only, no you, know what I, you, know what I, you know what I like about those Kias? You only fill them up twice a year. Like, I want to fill my car up. I don't want to wait to fill my car up. I want to fill it up. No. Oh, you know? mama mia. It's where me and the boys hang out at the gas station, filling up our fucking trucks. That's what you got to do. Hey, I mean, up in Canada, get it You're not going to half fill it. You're going to half fill it. That's the one thing I, I noticed when I went to America last time is everyone's concerned about how much gas you want. Like, what the fuck do you mean how much gas you want? As much as you can give me. <laughs> what do you mean? Fill up that bed. Fuck it. Put give me as much as you can fucking... Yeah, yeah, go. Now, go, man. What the fuck? Uh, the fuck the cup, there's six cup holders in the car. Fill them up. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Shit. You know, I thought I I I I wrongly guessed or thought that you as a farmer would appreciate you know just just saving the environment a little and 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 really? not the, burning the fossil fuels and you know listen listen there's an environment <laughs> I was wrong, within I like it there's an environment within and and it starts with my back <laughs> and if I if I can burn some diesel to save my back and burn that diesel, you might as the well way I bu- see it, it. If the dinosaurs had, if listen, it was different. But if if the dinosaurs, sixty five million years ago, found like this pool of meat and it was dead human bodies from millions of years ago, I wouldn't be mad if they drank it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> so let me burn the dinosaurs. Who cares? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Okay. They're not coming back. They're okay. not coming back. Have you and seen then, Jurassic Park? I'm blue right now. Well, I, saw, I saw Jurassic Park, so apparently we can clone dinosaurs now. Yes. And to me, what that says is we have unlimited oil then. Because we can clone dinosaurs. True. And that's Make where oil, oil comes from. Kill them. And let the Earth Make more oil. Yeah. yeah. It may take a ta-da, while. But... Ta-da. Ta-da. I like these well, like things. I like the way you think. It might take a little bit, but whatever. I'll be dead by that. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. Yellow. You know, they're cloning dogs now. That's a big thing. Dude, I did save the like, dog's um, embryo sac or whatever that was called when we had her spayed. Uh-huh. 
It's called that's called Repet. It's worth the money if you have a good genetic dog. Oh really? It's worth it's totally yeah, for Freebird we totally paid the money. It was worth every cent. How much is that? How much something like that was? Well, here's the thing, right? So the storage initially is it's two thousand dollars to get it in the vial and then right. it's fifty dollars every three months for the storage fee. What do they do with it? Well, they store well, they'll it for the dog dies, They'll right? store it for you. And then if my dog dies and I want to clone my dog, they can clone her in an embryo dish and then put it into a surrogate dog. And then the surrogate dog will give birth to hopefully three or four like exact twins of my dog, Freebird. Yeah. And then I grow, the, I grow the twins for three months. And it's going to be like that movie with Michael Keaton. So I got to pick the good one out of the group. I don't want right. the dumb one. I want the right. right. And then you just, I don't know what to do with the other three. Yeah, when it's a copy of a copy of a copy. Then you have a <laughs> the, yeah, wow. but then at least I'll have another free bird. Yeah, so uh, they, uh, yeah, they're moving into uh, working dogs. They'll take a working dog and clone it, and then they'll take yeah. the clone of that working dog and then clone that clone. And they're saying that there's residual, uh, there's residual um, uh, effects. The, the stuff that the first dog learned, the second dog picks up. Fast. And the it's, third it's dog called an epigenetic up. memory. Yeah, that's it. Yep, you're right. Do they have the same personality? It's the same exact dog. If you raise it the same, it would. Well, genetically, it's going to be the same dog. Genetically, the same memory. Right? Yeah. And they're saying that some of that, some of that stuff that that dog learns is saved in its DNA. It's pretty, uh, pretty intense. Scientific. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. It is though. I got my well, cat. you see it in you see it in humans every day, right? Like a, a a blind child smiles when he's happy, and he ain't never seen no one smile. That's true. You know it's in mean? there. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah right. Like, like I love my cat, my cat, my cat Tiger, but he's so unique. Like I can't imagine another one of, even if it's him. I think you could do it though. Look at him. He's you got a little. It. You should do his it. His little Valentine's. A uh, cup of water. He's a great cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fat little orange guy. I love him to death. He's got the craziest eyes. He's such a good cat. I can't imagine another one. And here he is with my wife sleeping. Look at that. <laughs> They're so happy together. They really are. You got to clone him, man. Or I... clone your wife. Well. And look, I mean... here he is. Here he is by the fire. <laughs> Look at that. That's amazing. He's so dapper. He's got his own little couch right by the fire. I think we should clone him. Just at least try it. But he, uh, so what what happens with, uh, oh, he's sneaking in. Oh, boy. No, that is real snow out there. How much does it cost to clone them? So $2,000 initially, $50 every three months to store the juice. And then it's $13,000 for every round of surrogation. $13,000 is cheap. It's so fucking cheap now. Wow. That's fucking cheap. That's that's fucking half a Silverado. That is true. Is is that Canadian dollars or American dollars? Silverado is international. (laughs) (laughs) Have you cloned your dog before? Uh, No, we won't. Oh, boy. 
Jim. Jim. Oh. Jim. Jim. Come in. We're losing you, Jim. Okay, now you're back. He's sneaking through the house. I think we're going to see something that we don't want to see. <laughs> boy. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, there he is. That's a cute little fella. Hey, cool. little fella. So one U.S. dollar is a dollar thirty-three Canadian. Oh, so it's a little cheaper here. Maybe it's blown it on. Right now, yeah. God bless. No, I get. I'm getting my dog cloned in Portugal. Actually, it's a lot cheaper. They don't have the the, the taxes included in the clone. You don't have to pay the tax on top of it. Oh well, shit. That's a deal. Let's see, Canadian to Portuguese dollar. They, they use the euro in Portugal, man. It's fucking kicking ass right now, the euro. Yeah, euro is doing good, doing very well. I like to keep that an eye on that money market, you know? Uh, let's see, euro to Canadian is... It's a dollar eight for us. Let's see. It's not bad. Jim, you going outside? Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, I was about to go outside. Sorry, boys. I gotta check the car to make sure that the little light is on the extension cord. Okay. Dollar uh, forty-four. Or the car. Oh boy. We're heading. We're heading out to the wild blue line yonder. Things are happening. That's. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that, is that is the opposite of our home. It's <laughs> so, so frisky, frisky out here. I see the orange light. I see it. And Jim is lighting up a marble. <laughs> that is the opposite. It <sighs> is a marble red. Yes. Thing. So yeah, you guys you guys know about block heaters and shit? You ever heard of a block yeah. heater on a yep. car? Yep. Gotta keep that oil warm. No, I never heard Yeah, of exactly, right? For us for us we do radiator fluid actually. Oh, In Canada yeah. we heat the radiator fluid. Yeah. Because you if you're not you crack your engine block, right? No, if you don't, uh you won't your car won't start. It just yeah. will freeze and it won't start. Like you'll never you'll never be able to turn it. And then you're just stuck there until it warms up enough. Fuck that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man. Anyway, know. boys, let's talk about the Oscar movies that I didn't see this year. For fuck's sakes, all these stupid Oscar movies that I didn't see this year. They're so dumb. I looked at that movie. It was the it was the fucking pianoist or something, or the player or something. It had John Goodman in it, and it had... I just looked at This is a good movie trivia. It won the Oscars for best movie. It didn't have any words. It had John Goodman, and he was like he was like a director in this movie. It oh, was that was black uh, and white. That was from a few years ago. What was the name of that movie? Joe, do you remember? See uh, what I mean? See what King, I mean? But G.I. Joe 2 came out that year, and I remember G.I. Joe 2. Like uh, G.I. Joe 2 was a fucking Ralph. awesome movie that year. <laughs> King Ralph? Oh, my God. Oh, that was a good one. Was that the one with the king and the piano? It might have been King Ralph. I didn't see it, though. 
got no fucking King Ralph. <laughs> he turned around here, he gets him laid on my face. There was no fucking King Ralph. I think that was the name of the movie. Oh, fuck. John Goodman, he was in King Ralph. He was not. He was about. He was uh, not King Ralph. He became the Burger King mascot, right? <laughs> and then he played like a piano at a party or something. Fucking Burger King. Uh, hey, Burger right. King, right? That's, that's in uh, headquarters in Canada now. I believe it is. Yeah. We used to have a Burger King when I when I lived down south, like southern Canada, and I used I remember I used to go there on nighttime at the walk for the walk up drive through where it was you could go because they had too many drunk drivers hitting each other, so they said no more driving in the drive through. You oh, have geez. to park your car. So they made you walk up. And walk. Holy <laughs> shit! Standing long lines and walk. <laughs> and then the outside of this Burger King would become like this party every night. Someone would just crank the stereo loud. Sipping on Whoppers, drinking drinking big gulps with vodka in them and stuff. Wow. And that was life, man. That was good that life. Was, that was living, Jim. That was living that thing. Oh my God! They used to have great toys. They did have great toys. <laughs> yeah, now they got books and shit for the kids, right? Like, yeah, I, fuck I, that. I feel bad. Like, I give a kid a happy meal. Like, Daddy, why did I get a book? Did I do something wrong? I thought <laughs> I thought it was good, and we were coming to McDonald's. <laughs> they uh, gave me a book. What was the year they? I remember they one had, time they had like a Frankenstein toy. Uh, was it Halloween? Halloween of '86, I think. Something like that, but they had the Frankenstein toy. Now, was it the doctor or was it the monster? Uh, you know, that's funny because we always <laughs> call Frankenstein the monster. We call it Frankenstein, but really it is the Frankenstein's monster that yeah. turned and destroyed him. It did. It His did. own creation. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, hey, Jim, we appreciate you calling in. We're going to cut the show here in about two minutes because we're at we're over two and a half hour mark and it's a pain in the ass to upload it to the fucking anchor site. So we cut off for the evening. We appreciate you calling. And listen, when we come on next Thursday, you're getting on again. If not only in audio, in video. Oh, boy, you froze up. He's froze. Jim? 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 Jim. 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 Well, if you could hear us, Jim, thanks for calling in, buddy. You probably got a little bit too far away from the Wi-Fi. <clears throat> Man, that Jim Sally. He's living the life out there in the Canadian. Oh, what happened? I think we lost John. Let's add him back. Wow. Wow, we lost John, too. Well, you know, I find that poetic. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to add him. He's not fucking joining in. Oh, that was... That lasted right through that place, and we're back live. What happened? Now James is gone. Uh, Where's James? I see James. James called me back. Yeah, I'm on the... Twitch page. Yeah, he's on the Twitch page. So that was interesting. Jim calling in, smoking up a reef. He was high, but that's cool. You know, hey, different strokes for different folks, different laws in different lands, you know? My desk looks like that. I'm looking at the video. My desk looks like a mess. It almost looks like you have, <laughs> listen, that orange thing back there, it looks like you have an orange 
uh, McDonald's oh. food container. <laughs> what it looks like. These it are like... Gorilla glue sticks? Because, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a crafter. Some of the best. I, I just uh, picked up a friend of glue gun. Um, this this is a, I have a kangaroo scrotum here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was from episode one, the kangaroo scrotum. The episode yeah. kangaroo scrotum. So, guys, James this is going to wrap up our episode. You really uh, got to get to those movies uh, next one episode. Day. One day. Hey, Jim, it's okay, buddy. Your phone freezes. But next time we're on, um, we will get you on. We're going to try. We're aiming for every Thursday night about this time. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems a good schedule. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think it'll work. I think it works for everybody. So, well, from the Robot Variety Show, we're going to say good night, good luck, and go fuck what, yourself. <laughs> what was our sign-off going to be? <laughs> good night, three listeners. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Roll credits, James. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>